And welcome everybody to this episode of the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen. Today I'm Oh, there we go. Today I'm talking with my old friend, one of the oldest friends I have, not in years, but in longevity as a friend, Mr. Aaron Turner. Uh Aaron Turner, my brother, how you doing? Man, I am like over the moon right now to be talking with you, Doc. I mean, this is 30-some years. Yeah, if people could see the video, they would just see both of us just smiling. Smile, yeah, man. Because it's been been that long. Yeah, how about that? Yes, sir, man. Well, the love is there. I mean, we're going back to... I'm trying to remember when we first met. What was it? Maybe around in middle school, seventh grade that you came to Norton. Yep, exactly. Seventh grade, seventh yeah. grade. and we yep. just hit it off right away. Reason we being, had to. Re- we, I was just gonna say, reason <laughs> being, <laughs> like attracts like, and, I, and, yes, and, and and if for those who are wondering, I'm talking about skin color. There, brown attracts brown. Now, 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 since, since those days, our hometown had, I mean, it's still, it's still suburban, semi-rural, uh-huh. but back then people had yes. corn falling out of their ears. I mean, back yes, then sir. it was, it was fairly rural and we, oh, yeah. we, we, we stood out. <laughs> corn, corn falling out of their ears. Boy, that's, just, that's a good one. That's a new one for me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but if, yeah. you, but if you think back, you probably see they had corn falling out of their ears. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I can, I can see it now. <laughs> Boy, did we have some good times. I can't oh, remember. Man. I cannot remember like the definitive first day of meeting you, but no, I remember, no. and, and maybe it's because it was, it, it just kind of, I mean, we, we just hit the ground running as far right. as our friendship and, and our sense of humor. Boy, uh-huh. did we laugh. We, we, <laughs> Oh man, that's high school. That's all. That's high school. I'll, I'll tell you a story about that and maybe in a little bit, but uh, no, go ahead. Tell me, hit it. Uh, go ahead. Well, well, look, look, let me tell you a story now because it, it comes to mind and it, 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 I didn't think that this would uh, come up in this, uh, this, uh, <laughs> I'll call it a show. Cause this is a show to me, man. This yeah. is great. But I had this weird experience, man, with a, uh, 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 a regressor, a person who regressed. Okay. Uh, you go back, go back and, and I'd heard about this esoteric stuff years and years ago. This has been many years ago. And uh, I'd always been curious about, you know, if this was really real, man, if you could go back in lifetimes or whatever, things of that nature. Well, I went to somebody and actually it wasn't too far from here, less than two or three miles from where I live at now uh, here in North Carolina. And to make a long story short, the lady did regress me. Um, okay. Is it like a, I was is it, conscious? Is it, is it like almost like a hypnosis type? Of, can you just, just tell it's, us it's what, tell us what esoteric yeah, regression yeah, yeah. is? What is that? Take, yeah, it's, it's, it's basically hypnosis, hypnosis okay. uh, and whatever comes up in your in whatever state of conscious that is, which is a hypnotic state. And I will say I can remember I was conscious, but something access, he accessed some sort of uh, trigger point or whatever in my mind that took me back to high school. Okay. And when I went to high school, I remember this like it was yesterday, and it, this happened several years ago. But uh, the form that she used, I had my eyes closed, and she had me look at my feet. And I looked down at my feet, and I can see those kangaroo tennis shoes that I had with the zippers in them. <laughs> I can see the blue pants, and I can see the, the, the shiny red uh, jacket that I used to wear from band. And, and the reason why this came to mind, because for that time period, when she took me back to high school, during this regression hypnotherapy, uh, um, 
uh, session, at that point in time, I just laughed. Okay. Uh, that's all I could do. I laughed, I laughed, I laughed because that's what high school was to, that's what it was. to me, basically. Yeah. I mean, we laughed so much. Like, granted, you got your grades, I got my grades. And actually, I ended up doing well in high school. I didn't, didn't realize that I, I, I would uh, look back on my grades. And I, I started out real bad, and then I did, like, well, getting A's and B's and honor roll, merit roll. That was great. But, but that's all I could recall in high school from that hypnotherapy session was laughter because, man, we laughed so much, man, up and down the hallways. <laughs> <laughs> we we had we had so many and, and looking back on it, it was a very um, like a, it was like a constant inside joke with us. Always, <laughs> we would laugh about things and nobody had a clue clue what we were laughing about. <laughs> Sometimes well, we, we didn't knew. even know. Sometimes we well, right, right. We, it was unspoken. <laughs> it was spoken and unspoken at the same time. And you know what? It makes me think it was probably a, a sense of survival too, man. It, we had to survive well, being uh, rare. I have to say this. I, I've talked with my sister um, about this several times. My girl, Mayor. Yeah, yeah. She she was a guest. Uh, I had her as a guest. I heard on the, it. Yeah. Okay. I heard good. It. Good. I heard good. It. Mm-hmm. So I talked with her about this. I, you know, I had my good times, mm-hmm. um, but for me, when I think mm-hmm. of high school, like like from, yeah, like from middle school on, like from sixth grade all the way through graduation. To me, oh. I was, it was so depressing. I was depressed a lot of that time. Wow. And, and my, I think my way of dealing with it was sports. You know, I was, uh-huh. I, I was right. ask, ask, I was an ass kicker with the football thing. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, number 40, 44. Number 44. That's right. I remember. Number 44, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, and then, and, and so it was, it, was, it was sports, mostly football, and, and laughter, Mm-hmm. But but underneath all of that was this darkness. I mean, if I were to go through this regression, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, session, yeah, 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 you I, would be crying probably, probably, yeah. probably, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, yeah so, and you know that surprised me, man. That really surprised me. Go ahead, I didn't mean to cut you off, but that surprised me when I heard you tell your sister that, man. I was like. Wow, I did not. But then looking back, I can see some of it. I can see some of it because I had my issues too, man. So we were like probably swimming in the same boat. It was um, it was a strange period. I mean, as we all know, that's a formative time. But when I think back on it, man, it, it, it was it was dark. It was it was depressing. And right. it's interesting that. You know, if you listen to that episode with my sister, not too much of it came out in that episode, but just in general conversation with her up through the years, it's amazing how she and I, as brother and sister, experienced uh-huh. those years totally different. Yeah, yeah, totally yeah. different. You know, she would t- she'll tell me things from time to time. Yeah, did you did you know that so and so did so and so? I'm like, what? Are you kidding? What? Yeah, no. I heard that. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I don't want to say any names because a lot of these exactly. people, a lot of these people they listen to this. They may be listening, <laughs> right. so I don't want to hurt any feelings, <laughs> hey guys. But, but exactly. S- but some people, man, they were they were they were rolling around in some dirt that I didn't even know was there. Exactly, man. And, and you know what? <laughs> the thing about Meredith listening to that podcast, which was just so eye opening, because uh, we never talked about some of those details or when you came from Akron. I didn't know our parent. We we paralleled a lot, you know. Yeah. You, you came from uh, Akron. I came from Akron, uh, moving out to Norton. But I still thought Meredith was much younger than we 
you are, and she's about the same age as my brother. Oh Jerry. yeah, yeah, one oh, year. She's like she's, a year. Yeah, yeah, she's one year. She was one class behind us. Yeah. Yeah, same same with Jerry. You know, uh, <laughs> my, my brother. So I was like, dang, I always thought Meredith was much younger. Just like I think my brother Jerry is much younger, but he's not. <laughs> he, <laughs> but he's know? not. <laughs> yeah, he's right. He's right there. The older you get, the closer you realize do you, these guys are to you. Do you feel fifty, fifty-one years old? Uh, not really. I don't feel it, um, per se, because I, I'm, I'm a kid at heart, uh, and I don't have children, by the way, so I think that's a major component. I've never that, had children. It, it that wasn't, keeps you young. wasn't in my cars. That, yeah, that keeps, keeps you me, young. keeps me young, <laughs> and, and I got memories like this, and I got so many experiences. Now, that in itself, when I start thinking about the experience, Experiences, and when I just told this little story about me going through this hypnotherapist, uh, uh, and, and which I could never find this lady, Vicki Powderline. I've been looking for that lady ever since because it was the only experience that I had like that. It, when I think about that and I say, oh, yeah, it's been a few years ago. Then a few years ago, now <laughs> it totals up to 51. You know what I'm saying? Like, whoa. Right. You know, I can't just say, well, that was you know 10 years ago. No, 10 times 5, you know, that's, that's <laughs> a lot of years, you know, pl- plus 1. You know? What what made you want to go to a hypnotherapist? What do you call it again? Esoteric regression? Well, I said it's like esoteric. Esoteric is is a term that I guess uh, is is out of out of the norm or, or or something that's unusual or something that might be woo uh, woo or whatever. I I don't yeah. want to. But but uh, this was just a, a, a hypnotherapy, past life regression. But but to answer your question, man, which, wow, I guess this always comes up if I talk about myself, is just what I, I, I was drawn to at somewhat of an early age, even when I was in high school, uh-huh. um, just reading, reading about esoteric, just out of the, the norm things that wouldn't be in your typical line of religion. Uh, right. It, it would be, uh, it would be, book, and I'll just give just a real brief uh, explanation because it's just a, a good start to, to where I got introduced to uh, these type of things, which was through Shirley MacLaine. Shirley, Shirley MacLaine was the, yeah the dancer, the author. Yeah. Uh, her book uh, Out on the Limb. Uh, I forgot who introduced it to me. It might have, I think it might have been my mom, but uh, that book. Uh, changed a lot of people's lives. Um, And then the miniseries came out on, I think, ABC. uh, And that was way out there now. Whoever's listening to this now, some people, what, he listened to that? I heard it. But that was a major, major component into uh, wanting to be, um, wanting to understand and find out about this, you know, what regression and Edgar Cayce and, and, you know, all of these things that, that, you know, you I would never think of because we were raised in the church. So right. this stuff would be like, whoa, opposite of that. So that was just the basic that just led me on that journey that I'm still on to this very, very day at this very moment. But, you know, you, you say you say it's very different from what we were taught being raised in the church. You know, spirituality, <clears throat> to me anyway, is all encompassing. You know, I was raised in a church. I'm still a Christian. Uh, but I, I can tell you, you know, uh, coming up tomorrow, uh-huh. there's going to be an episode. I think I told you about it. It's, about, it's almost four hours long. Wow. I was talking, I was talking with a musician friend of mine here and he's a Taoist. Wow. Yeah. 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 And, and, and man, we, we talked in it, in it, 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 you would think that Christianity and Taoism are different, if not polar opposites, right. they're very, but they're not. And, not, and that's going to come. That comes right. out, and that comes out in in our discussion. But I think, my, but my point is, I don't think that sp- 
I think the spirituality is all encompassing. Uh, The things that you find in Christianity, you're going to find in Judaism. You're going to find it in Islam. You're going to find it in Buddhism. I found out that you can find it in Taoism. So, so I, I think, there, there's a there's a moral thread that goes through any type of spirituality, and I say right. spirituality on purpose because religion is kind of tainted. Religion is a word that people um, uh, throw around uh, very often in a negative context. Okay. So I say spirituality, you know, and these things that you were curious about at a young age have led you on a spiritual path, if not a traditional religious path. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Man, it's, I call this it's more like a universal. There's a universal. Exactly. Truth. That's that's a thread that, that that's thread through all your basic uh, uh, religions. Actually, I have a, a poster uh, that uh, it's not up right now, but it's, it's like the golden rule. And it has uh, the, the major religions of the world. I think it may be nine or ten, uh, ten of them from Taoism to Christianity. It's, it's all of them. That's, that's major. And they all have the golden rule written in them. You know, yeah, and there's that common thread. You want, yeah, do unto others as you want to do unto yourself. Um, and, and I will mention this because I, I figured this might come up, but I didn't know if it would come up like this. But this is me, so it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. going to be what it's going to be. And it yeah. encompasses everything. Sure. But uh, I love I love how my, my, my dude I call him Bolozov, uh, who who we can talk about a little bit. Uh, he he wrote a book called Raw During Time. Matter of fact, this shirt right here, okay. you see this design? Yeah. It, that that's uh, that's like my uniform. That 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 design is the uh, cover for Raw During Time, which is um, considered like uh, the the prisoner's bible. Uh, okay. It's been known for many many years, and he had this thing where he just condensed everything together to say it's it's community. Well, he started with communion and community. Communion is is your connection with your divine, and community is how you treat that person who's in front of you. You know, which to me is the golden rule. You know, I was going to say that encompasses all of them. I was going to say, and yet again, there's that common thread of the golden yeah, rule. That, it's just that common thread. There's a thing called decency that I think is, as you say, it's it's universal. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You, you know, you can get that in the church. You can get that on a taking a walk in the woods you can get that through mm-hmm. yeah you know it, it's a, it's just it Nature. is a universal thing it's a universal it, thing it is and 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 it's and it and it calls each and every one of us to do to do something with it you know whatever whatever it is and i i'm not at all against any any religion i'm still religious i can consider myself a christian I, if i was to say anything i i think uh i, I love uh, my dude uh uh, the Dalai Lama's kindness is my religion, yeah, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. uh, kindness is my religion. Somebody's texting me, but I'm not going to answer <laughs> that right now. Um, and, tell, and, tell them uh, you're busy getting famous with your boy. Yeah. Jan. I'm busy getting, busy getting famous. <laughs> yeah. No, I am. That, that, that would be my religion. If somebody who I'm, I'm just saying I am, you know, yeah. but uh, kindness is his religion. And I, I love that. But yeah, man, talking about this is, is awesome because this is, this is me uh, in, in essence uh, or, I should say what I identify with, how I identify. And and, and, and that is interesting to hear because hearing you talk about this, man, you haven't changed a bit. Going back, <laughs> because going back to, to day one when I first met you, I cannot remember you not one time being cold-hearted or angry or, 
or, or spiteful. You were always kind. You were always smiling. You never had a bad <laughs> word for anybody. And that's that's how I remember you through school. Wow, girl, you just didn't catch him. <laughs> you, you just didn't catch him. But look, I had to go through the fire. Trust me, bro. I had to go through the fire to, well, to, to get to the gold. But, but yeah, well, let me I mean, ask that, you. that's a compliment. Sure. Well, let me ask you. Coming, coming from Akron. Now, I came from Akron in third grade. So I was, what, six, seven years old when I came, almost eight years old. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you came in fifth grade, which is, what, No, seventh. Seventh grade, grade. I'm sorry, seventh grade. Seventh grade, yeah, yeah. Twelve, eleven, twelve years old, right? Eleven eleven years old, I remember, yeah. When I moved out to Norton, yeah, go ahead. What were you, what, how did you experience that? Wow, it was, uh, man, it was a big culture shock. Uh, It was like, wow, you know, quiet and. And uh, but I will tell you this, and this is a good segue. Uh, the most major important thing that moving to Norton did for me uh, was expose me uh, musically, and it gave me the opportunity to do what was birthed in me, and that is practice my drums and play my drums. That was a major thing because I had just got a drum set, a brand new drum set when I was uh, in in Akron at 10 years old. I think my 10th uh, Christmas, my parents got me a a nice, decent drum set, you know, Uh, where I had the hi-hat and the little cymbal on the thing. I, I had that, that sparkle blue drum set. But living in the city, that wasn't going, you know, living close together, and yeah. that wasn't going to really, really work too well. And I remember, I don't remember actually even planting much at, at in in Akron uh, on on Bacon Street. But when I moved out to Norton, it was like, wow, we had space, I had you know time, I had uh, my room, so I set up my drums. So that was major. You had a whole room there in your basement. I remember we would go yeah, down there, yeah. and uh, right, right. You, you, I don't know how long you had, uh, apparently you hadn't been playing that long, but I always had the impression that you had been playing from birth because you I were played good. bongos from birth. Yeah, I played bongos from birth. Just, just a drum set was, was new at 10 years old, but go ahead though. Do you remember we would go, um, yeah, for, the, for those over here in Norway, in, in the States, at least back when we were kids, you had to pay for your school lunch. Now, uh-huh. now, when Atari and all those video games came out, I would get my lunch money for the week, but I would go into the next into Wadsworth at uh-huh. the grocery store there, and they had the old uh, the old um, the old uh, Space Invaders game uh-huh. and the old Asteroids game, and I would spend my lunch money on that. Do yeah. you remember that we used to make up songs? For the girls, really? come on now. Remember, we would yeah. go into. Remember, we would go into the gym early in the morning before school started, and sometimes at lunch. And we would be sitting at that piano, and Dang, we would make up songs. Yep, we would make wow. up songs. Remember, we used to sing. We used to sing to Karen Ritzman. Oh yeah. We used to sing to Ricky Antonetti. Oh yeah. We used to sing to Christine Moran. Uh-huh. And we would tell them, we'll sing a song for you. We'll make up a rap or sing uh-huh. a song for you and pay us a quarter. Or, or Karen, yeah. Karen, can I get that peanut butter and jelly sandwich? I'll sing yeah. a song for you. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, man. Because, and, and, go ahead. No, because I never, had a, I never had my lunch money. I spent it on video games. So to get wow. money, we would sing to those girls. 
Yeah, man. And that's where a lot of that humor came from because we were using. <laughs> hey, listen, you remember this. I know you remember this, which is a great. This is a, also a, a big part of our friendship was uh, Morris Day and the Time and Prince. Morris Day and the Time and Prince. We were still lying, lines from them jokers. And <laughs> so, so, so we're going back. We're going back to like 1983, 84. Yeah. Yes, sir. And, and those, you know, the lines from, it was mostly, mostly Morris Day, because he was the, Morris he was, Day. Yeah. yeah, he was the gigolo. He just, <laughs> gigolos get lonely too. He was that, oh man, Morris Day. He shaped our childhood. Yes, he did. Our teenage years. Yeah, Morris Day, my goodness. Which was, a, which, which I found out was the, was a, uh, which I found out a lot about Prince. Um, he was that alter ego, somewhat of Prince, yes. you know, that was, you know, for, for Morris Day to, to be that character. He created that character and, and he just, he went with it. But that was that other side of Prince that man yeah. was just amazing, man. So go ahead. Cause I'll get talked about Prince and we'll be to the moon. No, we got, we're, <laughs> we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about oh, music yeah. in general. You, you're the one that got me uh, interested in music. Uh, you know, when I would go over there to hang out with you and you'd be on your drums, I think you right. had a keyboard and a, p- a piano at one point, and you're the one that got me interested wow. in performing or, 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 you know, learning, learning about music. So that's thank you for that. That's me. you. Yeah. Man, you know, you know what? I, I, that's so crazy that you said that because when I actually found out you were doing music, which I don't even remember when that was, but I was shocked. And then I thought about it. I was like, you know what? This is the guy who introduced me to Prince. That's right. You were the guy who introduced me to Prince. When you brought for you to school and I heard that, that changed my life when I heard for you. And so you, but I didn't know I had that influence on you till you said it right now. Yeah, so, absolutely. You. <laughs> well, you well, you <laughs> well, the way I found out about Prince was I heard, um, I can't remember that radio station. I think they ran it out Jimmy of Akron. Zico? No, it was no, that no, college. No. I think they ran it out of Akron U, 87 right. point something or another. Uh-huh. 87, yeah, something like that. And they played uh, They played the whole album for you. Wow, yeah. And, I, and this man. was like right when it came out. So we're going back to, night, you know, I was like eight years old. That was 78, 79. 70, yeah, I so I was like eight, yeah. nine years old, man. And, and then uh, that summer... Do you remember Cindy Coe? I remember that name, Cindy Coe. Cindy Coe yeah. lived, lived uh, down the road for me, and she uh-huh. she had um, a tape, not wow. the tape, but a copied tape of for a you. Right. And I asked right. her if I could borrow it. I never gave it back. Sorry, that's Cindy. What you, so that's what you played for me then. Exactly, that, that was her tape. <laughs> Thank you, Cindy. Yeah, just to bring just to bring it back around, that was her. Wow. I got that tape from Cindy, and then I remember playing that for you. And that, so I was a fan of Prince from day one. You know, people, a lot wow. of people when they think of Prince, they can't really go further back than like Purple Rain. Purple Rain. But, but Before nineteen ninety nine, yeah, yeah. But we're Purple going Rain. back to we're going back to seventy seven, seventy eight. You know, yeah, seventy eight. When for you came out, right? And so, you know what? To this day, to this day, for you is still in my probably top five Prince Prince uh, uh, albums. I still love for you. For it, people, that, that whole album is the one of the best, most purest albums of Prince. Period. For people who are listening, uh, and some people, 
you know, God help them. Some people will say, I don't like Prince. Okay, well, oh, I feel sorry no, for you. I yeah, feel I'll sorry feel for, for you. But, but, keep but, it to yourself. But they need to, they need to <laughs> I, 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 I strongly urge people to go back and listen right. to his first album. It is not the Prince that people recognize. Yeah, right. And people have to also understand how young he was. Yeah, seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, 17, you know, 18, play, 19, playing, playing everything himself. And right. when you listen to the when you listen to the musicianship of that first album, it's so raw. It's so. I mean, it's just a taste of what he was going to come with later. Right, right, right. But when right. I say it's a taste, some... it's not like it was minimized at all. I mean, it was no. it, it was an in your face. The beauty of the ballads, and then the yeah. rawness of the funk, the hardness of yeah. the rock songs. I'm yours. All of it was the guitar there. work all, on that yeah, song. Yeah, all, all of it was there, man. I mean, to this, <laughs> like I said, to this day, after he is passed on and gone, God rest his soul. For you is still one of my most famous, um, favorite print print albums. It's almost like uh, he recorded that album and then he took pieces of that and just sprinkled it throughout the rest of his career. Exactly, but if you want to exactly. know what he really is about, it's that first album. Yep, yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. And then, and then things changed after that when he yeah. went to you know Prince and, and Dirty Mind and all that stuff. You started know, started wearing pants. He was growing and stuff. up. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he, start, he said, yeah, he start start growing up. But you know, all that was intentional, man. You yeah. Know? Oh yeah. The man had a plan. <laughs> yeah. The brother had a plan. No, he did. He did, man. Uh, well, I just had a, a, a crazy thought, man. Let me veer off to just because I, I, I want to share these little nuggets. Yeah, man, go ahead. This is like life. I, I'm a veer off way to the left a little bit because it goes back to that that regression therapy session that we, that I had. Yeah. There was another thing. And I don't think I ever told you this because we, we ain't talked a whole lot in 30 <laughs> some years. But but check this out, man. Do you remember the trench coat that you had? Yes, I do. Absolutely. You remember that trench coat? Yes, I do. I'm going to tell you something, man. I was so much in love with you wearing that trench coat, Doc, man, when you brought that trench coat. Uh, and, and I guess it was like, a, I don't know if it was a dirty mind, a controversy, whatever it was, but it was associated with something like that. So I always wanted a trench coat. When you when I saw you with that trench coat, I always wanted wanted a trench coat, that trench coat, man. I got and, that and, trench and coat because of the Dirty Mind album. That's what I made me you, get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured you did. Yeah, yep. I, I don't remember how it yep. came together back then, but I pieced it together years later. Okay, so so years and years, and this is how things crazily go in my life. Crazily, that's a new word, I guess. Um, <laughs> years, years later, I'm at a thrift store, which this is where you find these kind of things. Matter of fact, I think you might have found yours. Bought it, bought it at a garage sale. sale. Yeah, garage, garage sale. sale. Yeah, good, yeah. Good, yeah, some things you got to find. No, wait, I, I no, 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 no. It was at a... Um it was at it, it was at Goodwill. It was at Goodwill. Yeah, yeah, it was Goodwill. Yes, it was. Goodwill. I was at a Goodwill or a thrift store, or whatever, and I found it seemed like the exact same type of trench coat that you had. <laughs> I still got it to this day. It's in my storage unit right now, but uh, uh, which is crazy to say I got a storage unit. But um, I got me. I finally got me that trench coat, man, and I, I've <laughs> maybe worn it two times, three times. But it's just the symbolism. But this is the part that I wanted to to bring up because when I was in that regression therapy session, I went through different phases in life, whatever. She would ask questions, and but the furthest back I can go in 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 my conscious, my mind uh -huh. was uh, I remember saying '99, which I think was before some other time period what I don't remember but uh I could see a man he seemed like he was homeless with his hands over uh, like a barrel of fire okay wearing that trench wearing that trench coat 
Wow. We're wearing that trench coat, man. That trench coat has, so, to this day, I don't make the connection at all. But wow. here, I mean, now this is a connection. You had that trench coat. You had a trench coat like that. I, But that was in my, now. There has to be some kind of meaning in that. It's some kind of meaning in that, and I just don't know, but I wanted to, to mention, and, and I didn't think I would bring that up on this conversation, <laughs> but, but certain things come to mind, man, and I just go with it because this is so cool in making. This has been so many years, man, in coming. So, yeah, I just wanted to put that little little nugget there. So That's interesting, though. There has, to, there has to be some kind of meaning with that. Now, what, what going going and doing this this regression, uh, these regression sessions or regression therapy. It's, what just, is, it's just one. Just, oh, just you just only did it once. once. Okay. Just that with, with her once, and I think I might have tried it again, and 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 I'm not gonna mention no names here, but I think <laughs> I tried to do it again. And that guy, he there was a dog barking outside, and I just could not be relaxed and 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 go under or, or okay. be hypnotized. And, okay. And I think I might have tried it maybe two times with a, a, another person and this other doctor, and it just just didn't work. And and then since then I I couldn't find no one else, and I couldn't find her, Vicky Powderline. I think that's her name. Um, I said it again if it if ever <laughs> i'm gonna look her, her up again, afterwards be, yeah vicky i tried to find her who she is and she it's like she was she seemed like she was some kind of angel honestly you look into her eyes she was just different but that was it that, that, was this so in north carolina in north carolina yeah. right i wasn't living where i live at now in my condo now but uh this is it's like two or three minutes from where i live at now uh, okay. where the place was in an okay. executive village. Go ahead, though. I, I cut what you is off. It, what is it that brought you to North Carolina? Because, you know, we, we totally lost contact after graduation. You know, I went away to college, and then right. after that I went into the Marines, and, and, you know, that was it. So I don't really, you know, help me catch up. What What is it, what, well, what brought you to North Carolina? Well, I'm going to say the same thing I've been saying for 20-some years. <laughs> I took a long vacation. <laughs> That's been my answer for many years. Uh, what brought me to North Carolina was basically uh, my, my parents. and my, my mom and my, my stepdad moved down here back in maybe early 90s, maybe late, okay. late 80s, early 90s. Uh, and I came and helped them move when they came down here. And, you know, Back then, things were kind of little, um, a little crazy in, in Ohio. What nothing going on in Norton? No. To this day, my dad still lives in that same house. Which does he? We'll talk about. Yes, yeah, same. It, it burnt, but he rebuilt it, and it's a, it, you wouldn't recognize it, man. Okay. Matter of fact, when we go back to Ohio, you go back to Ohio. You got to go by there. It's 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 amazing. He's changed it, but uh, nothing really was happening in Ohio. Uh, and the major thing, <laughs> I remember coming down here to North Carolina, the sun was shining, the degree of temperature was probably 20 plus than it was in Ohio. <laughs> that weather, weather changes a whole lot. It does. Uh, so that, that contributed to my move down here. Uh, eventually I started playing music and, and that just kept me down here in North Carolina. Uh, and then I found out years later, or I just, I should say I found out, uh, it came to mind that this is Route 77 or, or uh, Interstate 77 between Ohio and basically Raleigh or, or North Carolina, there's nothing in between that you don't want. You don't want to stop really nowhere in between to live, you know? Well, I, was, I, mean, uh, so I, worked, I worked I yeah, I worked as a truck driver. Uh, I used to drive for Schneider for about 18 wow. months. Yeah, when I got out of the Marines, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I took that job just to get right. on the road. I wanted to see America, and I needed to uh -huh. think. 
And uh-huh. I can, and, and you're, you're, you're very correct in what you say. That stretch from 77, it's I would tell it, it's, there's just nothing there. Nothing, nothing there. So, so North Carolina would be the obvious next stop from Ohio to going down 77. But, but I will say this though, we did reconnect one time on the phone and I can remember this like it was yesterday. I was at work and when I was working yeah. uh, at Elon Holmes Children, we talked and you were living in Jacksonville at the time. I think that's when you were in uh, the Marines because it was uh, back in the 90s. It had to be 94, 95, maybe 93. It was, we talked on the phone. It was early 95. I remember that. And I had okay, gotten out right. of the Marines December okay. of 94. Okay. Yeah. And this was, I think, actually, the re- I, can, I remember this too. Uh, I had started my truck driving job at that point. And okay. the reason for me calling you was just figure out where you were and see if I could maybe swing in wherever you were, depending on right. where my route would take me at the time. It never happened, right. but that was the reason. Right. That was the reason we for me calling. We had that phone call. That's right. Yeah, we had that phone call because I remember being at work and obviously it didn't, it didn't happen. And I don't know what, 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 what took it in a different direction. But man, I was like so excited to like yeah. hear from you, man. Yeah. And, and there, was one, there was one question that's been on my mind yeah. for the longest. You finally answered this question and I was not happy at all. What you would to answer this question was was it goes back to Prince again. Where is that black album? I wanted to know where uh, that black album was that you bought and you said you lost it. I could have put my hand wherever through the phone and say, Man, how could you use lose that gym, man? Well <laughs> like, <laughs> what and and what had happened was I was um I was in another relationship. Um uh, since then, I've been married and divorced, and now I got my Snoopy. We're married now. Uh-huh. But uh, when I was with that other lady, um, the place where we were staying got broken into. Wow. And, man, I had so many music gems, things wow. with different box sets and different bonus tracks that I had bought when I was stationed in Okinawa, Japan, that, wow. were, that were irreplaceable. And all that yeah. stuff got stolen, and in that the black album so it got stolen yeah it got stolen it got stolen okay so yeah because i yeah i thought you said you lost it and something but man being stolen that because i remember the day you and i went in your el camino (laughs) yes i did over to driving over to some it was chapel hill mall i think chapel hill mall or summit summit mall in that area summit Summit mall Mall, to that record store and you paid 30 Five dollars. That was big money back then. <laughs> big money. I, I I was crazy. I didn't know how you did it, but you paid thirty five dollars for that vinyl. Yes, I did. Album, a Prince, which people may not. Some people may not know who we're talking about, but that was like that 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 album that Prince did, and you had the vinyl. The, the I, I remember that thing, and it was like gold, man. I was, and you were the man when you got that album, dude. <laughs> with, with, with my trench coat. With my with Jerry my Curl. With my Jerry with Curl and trench Carol. coat. <laughs> what, Jerry? Where's that Where's our Jerry Curl? Man, that Jerry Curl is gone. It has been burnt. Way That thing gone. has been... <laughs> man, I... Man. Go ahead, though. I'm, I'm on and on. That was... Uh, man, I had forgotten about that, actually. But, yeah, mm-hmm. up, up, it was at Summit Mall, and... Uh, I don't remember how I got that money. I think, I think I, and this goes back to, uh, uh, I'm surprised you don't really remember that singing, singing for the girls and to get lunch I or did. to get when lunch you, money. Yeah. 
I started vaguely remember sitting at the piano was the thing that I, I remember. But I had yeah. saved up. I had saved up a bunch of lunch money for that album. That's <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was it was worth it, man. Yeah. And, and and I got the copy. I recorded uh, a cassette off of that. That um, I think I still may have that cassette somewhere around here. But yeah. I recorded a cassette off of your your album, yeah. man. And I always wanted to. Man, how did he get? How could I get an album? Like, I was like, how could I be like? Nah, I was one of the that. few. I was one of the few that was quick, you know, quick enough on the draw to get that because right. it disappeared, and there was oh, no reissue. Yeah. If you remember, no, so, no. So that thing was a gem. You just you couldn't find it. If you, you couldn't get it, it, if you didn't get it right away, then you just didn't you, get it, and it was right, not because, to be found. Right, because he he actually re he never released. Well, I shouldn't say never because they eventually did later on, but he didn't release it in the States, I don't think. Or if he did, I know it was released for like one, uh, a second, and then they took him off. And the, then they the took him off, yeah. Yeah. Right, right. But right. I, got, I got that original release before they pulled it off the shelves. Yep. That's yep. what made it that so special. Tough. Probably of right. all of those things that got stolen when we got broken into, that is what broke yeah. my heart. I'm, I'm sure. It I, is. I'm absolutely yeah. sure because that stayed on my mind out of all the stuff yeah. that, that that we had known. That was the one gym yeah. that I knew you had, and that was the one thing that kept me wondering, John, <laughs> if I ever talked to you, where is that Black Album at, man? Uh, man, that, if I still had cool. that. Man, I wish I still had that. Oh. I wonder how much that thing would be worth. You know, we should look that up sometime. Look yeah. up, we should look up how much, how much a vinyl, black, original vinyl Black Album would be how much worth that <laughs> a lot, lot more than 35 dollars <laughs> man sure, a whole lot more than 35 dollars so, so you you yeah, have so, been you have been an actual working musician um what's the biggest gig you've ever had good question good question uh yeah uh there's there's two two answers i'm a gemini so i'm gonna give two answers <laughs> um there was a, a biggest paying gig i'll say and then the biggest gig um, and that was fairly easy to, to answer. Um, I'll start with the, I'll say the lesser of the two, the lesser, which was still great was, uh, Y2K year 2000. Uh, when we were going into 99 to, to 2000, uh, we did a gig and I was with a band called rise, the rise band. I was with rise for, for many years, uh, enjoyed working with them, Jason and Vic and, uh, we, we traveled up and down East coast and we had the big gig. This was a big, big money gig. We got paid a, a grand, I guess. So and to me, that was big money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, I ain't paid that, ain't that much money paid <laughs> to me for playing drums since then, you know, but, but that was a payday, you know, that yeah. was a once in a lifetime yeah. thing. And we played down in uh, Orlando, Florida for the Michigan state, uh, they were at the bowl, one of the bowls, and we okay. played uh, at their that that big gala, that big whatever it was, down at the Peabody uh, a Hotel in Orlando. We played that gig, and that was fun. I I remember a little bit, a little bit about the actual gig, but more so I remember just being at Disney World and having a ball yeah. and staying over, and that was a ball. So that was a that was a major gig because of the amount of money that was made. Now, did but they cover? Was, did they cover your travel and and? Oh yeah, they they covered yeah. the band. We, we took uh. So that grand uh, was money in your pocket. 
that was cash in my pocket, man. And and the the, the caveat, the, the the great part about that to me was was the, the I made an extra two hundred fifty dollars because there was a professional football player down there that was trying to put a show on the next day, which was New Year's Day, wow. and he had a band that for some reason didn't have instruments or whatever didn't have sound, so he hired our sound guy uh, to stay back and he needed drums so he said i'm gonna pay you extra 250 dollars to, to use your drums and stay here so i'm like hey, stay here shoot. i don't have to do that and, and i can help my driver and i i my my uh, my, my uh my girlfriend at the time was with with me, and we just that was the first time I went to Fulton's Crab House and splurged, man. I splurged <laughs> on crab claws. Hey, man, just had a th- a thousand thousand dollars in yeah, your pocket, yeah, yeah. In the pocket, man. I splurged. I ate like a king. We ate like kings and queens that day, and we had a chance to go hang out around Disney, and that was that. Excuse me, that was awesome. Now, look, I guess the flip side of that is once we came back the next day, uh, the band had already left. We came back, I guess, New Year's Day or that night or whatever, uh, real tired. Somebody broke into my, my uh, as she was talking about breaking it, they broke into my Explorer and stole my mass face. I had a real nice sound system, just took my, my sound system myself. So like, oh, oh, well, you know, that's yeah. the sweet of it. But but I I didn't care. I said, oh, well, you know, they called me when we were on the back saying, hey, man, somebody broke it to you. And I remember my reaction was, oh, well, you know, that things yeah. happened, yeah. you know, kept yeah. on moving. But uh, my second gig, the, 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 the major gig, I guess, uh, that, that I really, really uh, enjoyed, which was uh, um, not, not too, too long ago, I had a chance to play with I'll say I call it members of Cameo. Uh, my my one of my buddies and my musical friend Aaron Aaron Mills is a bass player, the bass player for Cameo, and uh, we got hired. I don't think I'm breaking no no confidentiality here, but yeah. we got hired to play uh, a Cameo gig in his hometown of Asheville, Asheville, North Carolina. Beautiful which is, town. Which is it? Yeah, Asheville is is in the news these days, but that's something else. Uh, good for you, Asheville. Uh, but we but we had a gig. It was Aaron and I, uh, a keyboard player, uh, Charlie Singleton and Tommy Jenkins. Uh, we played a gig up there as Cameo because it's members of Cameo. Sure, sure. But 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 that was major for me to be able to play Cameo songs. Growing up, listening to Cameo, yeah. loving Cameo, talking out the side of your neck, all you know, of that. strange. Yeah sing all those songs be able to play that with um, some of those original members was was major um and uh I, I made it no rehearsal no nothing just going off i had a drum so i haven't recorded uh on, on cd somewhere it, and it was a good gig now i i did i did well i could have done better uh i i hate to admit this but i made made one slight mistake uh came in too early on on uh uh, sparkle, which you know, why do I? <laughs> yeah. Why do these things stand out of my mind? But 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 still, uh, that was that was major, man. Made it through the gig, had a good time. So why why was there no rehearsal? Was it just a time issue? You just it, didn't t- time, man. It just man. Aaron and I, I don't think. Well, we rehearsed for his gigs, but at that time, man, didn't have time to come together for a rehearsal, or whatever. And besides. You know, it's like you you know these cameo songs. You just play these cameo yeah, songs. Yeah. Now, now I wish I would have learned because trust me on this, Doc. It's a whole nother world playing those songs rather than listen to them because it's not an easy gig. I, I realize that. And I, fortunately, I got to know I, I, Jonathan Moffat, which is uh, um, uh, cameos ha, had been cameos major drummer for thirty some years. 
but people know Moffitt from Michael Jackson's drummer and, right. and, and uh, yeah, and Madonna and, and the Jacksons and El John. But I got to know, um, Jonathan's a great guy, great yeah. guy, but yeah. uh, getting to know him afterwards and, and, and watching him, that's not an easy gig at all. That cameo gig is not an easy gig. Those songs strange and, and, and that funk in that pocket that's well I was just gonna you, say it's, it's very gonna, you've got you've got to know the song and and you know the song you know that's the music we grew up on grew up on but, but, but as you say knowing the song and performing it when it has such a it's not normal music it's cameo yeah, music it's and there's a, a pocket a there's a pocket yes. there's a timing yeah. to it that require you know you have to work at that. So I would imagine yes. you were pretty intimidated going into that gig. Well, I was as prepared as I could, uh, and yeah, a, a little too. I couldn't. I didn't have time to think about being intimidated. Uh, yeah, a, a little nervous, but and and besides, I had played a little bit before, but just playing the gig and playing those songs, yeah. and, and not knowing what we're going to what we're going to do, trying to get the you know, because it's a mental thing. It's sure. one thing to play it. It's it's a mental thing uh, to be able to you know visualize where you're going and what have you. Uh, but but looking back on it. Now I, I would have did, done things a little bit differently. I would have prepared uh, maybe a little differently, just sitting down playing some of those things. Because even to this day, you know, when when Aaron and I play, we don't play much cameo stuff when we do play together. And we still do play together. Matter of fact, my last gig last month, Aaron and I, we did a trio. Um, we, we we don't play no cameo stuff. We play all kind of other stuff, cameo okay. stuff. But but even when I sit down and play, if I play a cameo stuff song now, like Candy, that's not that song is, is specific. You know, and, and playing that beat specifically, uh, I believe in trying to do it justice. And it's not something that's just something anybody can just sit down and just jump on and play. Yeah, it's got its own kind of swing. It's got its own, you know, funk is funk, but then there's cameo yeah. funk. There's something different yeah. about it. It's yeah. something different about it, man. And, <laughs> and, and I, I loved it. And. Uh, man, to this day, man, it, it cameo song. Well, I'm I'm partial now because Aaron, you know, because because Aaron and I and I will say this about my, my dude Aaron, man. That that's that's my boy. I love him to death. He's a great guy. Uh, he's just as humble, you know, as he can be. And, and uh, I, I I'm so honored and and uh, uh, just just so happy to to have a friendship with him. You know, he's just yeah, a musical yeah. and just outside of music. Just he's just a great guy. We've known each other for many years now. I got him a gig. Uh, playing at, at a church. We were playing at a church, and we played at that church for, I think, 10-plus years. Wow, really? Uh, and, and, man, talking about going to church. <laughs> <laughs> man, that was that was so cool being at a, We never probably ever rehearsed. We would learn songs on the fly, talking about being creative. And the pastor, uh, um he he would just let us have. We, I guess he could, you couldn't contain that tiger. No, you just gotta uh, let it go. Yeah, yeah. With me and Aaron, and then adding in Wayne Wayne Key, which is the the brother of John P Key, the the gospel great John P Key, Wayne Key on guitar and singing. Man, just basically the three of us. Man, we would just go for broke. Man, we'd be playing all kind of stuff in church. Man, stuff that I didn't realize. <laughs> When I look back and listen, oh, that's what we was playing. Uh oh, I'm glad we didn't say. Do you no have 
have do you have recordings? Do you have recordings? Yeah, from it? yeah. I have. Yeah, I have yeah. a lot. Of, yeah, recordings that I would just just put on my DAT, my DAT machine at the time, whatever. Just just having us playing, man. And and, yeah. and man, I'm telling you, those were some good yeah. good days, man. Good See, days. So that's the way it's supposed to be. Just 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 oh. jump into it, man, and just, just jamming, man. Professionalism and, and musicianship. You know, now granted, if I always think, man, what if we did rehearse, man? If we were to <laughs> and we when we did Aaron stuff, we we. Aaron has his own Aaron Mills project and and we've done shows together with him and we've definitely had to rehearse for that because it was a show we had to learn stuff but yeah. but if we just were able to just rehearse as a, a, a band or trio and put some things together I, man it would be I don't know what it would be I don't know how much it would change because we play so much stuff organically and we come together we play so often and yeah. so much uh, it just works together so, so are, that's you, that, are you a multi-instrumentalist or do you are you just a drummer uh, I'm going to say safely, I, I'm just a drummer, but I have learned enough theory to, to be able to put some chords down, record, uh, produce and, and, uh, play some keyboards, but I, I cannot say I'm a keyboard player. Okay. Uh, I, I can't, I'm not going to call myself a singer, even though I can, you know, s s sing an idea, you know, I've, one of the last songs I wrote, uh, I sung the scratch vocal and never could get anyone to sing the, the real vocal. So the scratch vocal is still on there okay. a, as a guide, um, but it's still a guide. Um, do you but, have any of your no. work? Do you have any of your work out on Spotify or YouTube or anything like that? Um, I, I have, uh, I'll say we have, my, my buddy and I, Jay, Jay, my, my dude, we, we have something out. Uh, and so YouTube is 50-50. 50-50 makes 100%. That's something we did here back a couple of years ago. Um, and and that, that cat, man, my dude, Jay, he moved to uh, Massachusetts uh, last year. Uh, he and I did something together. And that's just one thing. I can't think of anything else that I've, I've actually put out or whatever. I think it's on Spotify and on Apple Music and YouTube or whatever. We did that. We wrote that and what's the, And what's the project called? Uh, we call it the Fifty Fifty Project. Um, Fifty Fifty. Let me let me look yeah, this up yeah. real quick. Let's see. Yeah, look up Fifty Fifty, man. Yeah. Did, did you 50, spell 50, it? Did you spell it out, or did you use the numbers? Uh, we spelled it out. Yeah. Okay. Fifty Fifty. Fifty uh, Fifty Project. It should Fifty Fifty. It should be too hard to find on uh, uh, on YouTube. You might, if you look it up, and if you like it, you might be the fourth or fifth or sixth person. <laughs> It's like, or I can send it to I found, you. I found the uh, 50 project. No, it, it's 50, or if you just put down 50-50, I wouldn't call it the project. Just Oh, yeah, okay, let's say 50-50. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you put in Jay, Jay Ferris, he would come up, because it's under him and Ardo Funk. Ardo Funk is what I go by musically. Jay. Ardo Funk. I'm going to find this. I'm not going to give up till I find yeah, this. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And this, I, I wasn't trying to plug anything, but that's fine. You asked. That's cool. Hey, man, that, you know, there we go. 50-50 featuring Ardo Funk, Jay Fitz. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it, man. That's my dude. Love that cat, man. I met him a few years ago. He got fired. That's the word that I described that cat, man. Just a, just a neat guy, man. I'm going to check that out. I'll, I'll link it up. I'll link yeah. it up to this episode so the listeners can uh, can check that sweet, out. Sweet, sweet, yeah. yeah. We just and that was just we that was just off the cuff. We just did that, and I think I might have played one track, played the drum. I think one take did the the, 
we, we that was real quick. We put that together. And Jay, obviously, when you hear, he did most everything. I I wrote, uh, I think maybe a verse, a bridge, or something. Uh, okay. He did most everything else. But, anyways, that's so that. you don't have you, you've <laughs> never had like a real desire to to start your own project and and, and put it out there for people then. Uh, not my project. Uh, I've had the desire for years to to do production work, and I and for years I did some some little things. Well, everything is <laughs> was kind of small, but <laughs> but uh, well, I won't have no play on words on that because I'm still short. I didn't grow. I didn't grow any. Oh come on, <laughs> man! You didn't get any taller. <laughs> I didn't get any taller. Truthfully, hey, but I'm I'm not the I'm not the tallest thing either. I'm barely I'm barely five foot eight. I, I heard you say that with your wife the other day, man. It's like yeah, I mean, but I, I was like that. You seem so much taller back then, I guess. But no, I I, I done little little things, man. Uh, actually, I did something with Walter Johnson. Yeah, that's something that came to mind too. Walter Johnson. I did the the one song I wrote face to face again many years ago. Walter Johnson. He put it on his project, and um, that comes to mind. Uh, and I think that's I did. He and I did that together. But I did the majority of that whole song, and it didn't turn out the way I wanted it to because um, it, the mix wasn't right, and it, it just a whole lot of stuff. Okay. And I guess that experience just kind of uh, let me sit back more because I, I couldn't control it the way I wanted it to. I did I couldn't make it the way I knew it should be. And it was out of my hands. And, and that, anyways, that's yeah. a big, that's a big issue with me. Um, being able to control the sound, control the whole writing and recording process. And I think that's, <laughs> that's very much the reason why I'm a solo artist and I'm not part of, right. a, not part of a band. Right. I have to, I have to do things myself. I have to control it myself. Now I'll, I'll bring in a friend. Uh, I have a real good guitarist, probably one of the best guitarists in Norway. Uh, uh -huh. my boy Henning who comes uh -huh. in and I ask him from time to time to throw a guitar down. Right. Uh, but 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 I, I have to do it myself. Yeah, I, 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 keep talking, keep talking. Well, where, well, you know, where did this come from, man? <laughs> Why, John? Where, where did this come from? What would make you think of doing something? Like I this? tell you, I, I it, it go. I'm telling you, man, it go because when I first heard Prince, okay, I heard that album exactly. for you. I heard yep. that album for you, and then I remember falling in love with that, and I remember thinking, I got to check out this band. Right. I thought the name right. of the band was it was band a was band Prince. called Prince. But right. again, on that radio station coming out of Akron U, 87 point something, and the DJ right. said, um, you know, uh, he said something to, the, to, to, you know, he addressed the issue that it was this young teenage kid, 17, 18 year old, 19 year old kid doing everything himself. And my jaw right. and my jaw hit the floor. Exactly. 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 Now I will say this though, and I hate to, to, to spoil a little of this though. I still, I think now it's come out that some of those things, uh, not, not all of that stuff and all of those recordings was totally Prince all the time. Now it's come out uh, that Andre Simone, later, Andre yeah, Simone Andre did Simone some bass. And so did uh, Morris. Morris Day drums played as well. drums yeah. on some of that stuff. Because, yeah. you know, the thing with me that, that always was a major component for me, being a drummer, uh, coming up being a drummer for all those years, if somebody did play drums and did something else, that was major to me. Yeah. That was always yeah. major. So I was always drawn by, yeah. this guy plays drums too. and that, So that was always, and I would listen. Now, 
as I matured and learned more about, about drumming, I could hear differences. I'm like, well, wait a minute. This, that's a little different. That groove is a little different yeah. than, than that groove. And now it makes sense. But yeah. again, I was still on the same thing. When you said, well, I got to have my music my way. I was like, I just heard Prince. Prince just went on the top of your head. <laughs> <laughs> like, like one of those things. Yeah, and I can, but we the, were employed, influenced. Yeah, you know, and, and uh, when, when I found out that that was possible to do, I always felt, okay, that's the way I have to do it and then when i started approaching my music seriously and started doing some serious writing and and Uh learning the recording process that idea that thought of doing it myself was the only thought i had i I didn't have a concept of of of, of a band i just figured okay here's what i want to write this is the way i want it to sound i'm just going to do it and it was it was a great opportunity for it pushed me into a different level of musicianship i went from a guy who could uh, i I could play the guitar or the Mm -hmm. keyboards and i could sing but i could barely do them together at the same time gotcha whereas now that's not an issue so basically it's been it's been a learning process you know learn as you go right 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 progress yeah and i don't think i would have achieved that new level if i had been in a band atmosphere you know sitting here in my studio doing it myself has taught me a lot it's given me skills that i probably wouldn't have otherwise right 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 and i I will say this man It's, it's two things two thoughts that come to mind uh as you were saying that because um yeah, Prince, Prince did that, and and when I look back on how he influenced us, man, yes. um, at, at that time back in high school, I don't think you, I don't know if you remember, I was in a band in high school. I I, I was in a band, New it was beginning. a gospel group. New, New beginning. Do you remember? Yes, I do. Yeah, <laughs> New Beginning. Now, I, and I didn't think I would bring. Do you know who some of those who who what at least one of those members of New Beginning? You know who he is now and what he's doing now. No, tell me. I'll tell you because that's my boy. He's still my boy. Uh, uh, Eric, Eric Dawkins, Eric Dawkins uh, is like brothers, man, near and dear to me. Um, Eric has has gone on to be very, very successful. You've heard him. You've heard him over the years because Eric has produced uh, and sung on and written a lot of material behind the scenes. Okay. Uh, everywhere, everywhere from from Chris Brown, Christina Aguilera to uh, working with Quincy Jones. Really? Uh, yeah, Quincy Jones, t- Janet Jackson. Yeah, he, wow. he was on the Janet Jackson project. Uh, let alone Eric and Anson, they they have their own Dawkins and Dawkins Gospel Group, uh, which I, I hear they may be coming out with something new. That'd be great if they did. But Eric has been major. I mean, major. And I mean, matter of fact, that like, like that style of singing from Tyrese, you know, yeah. Tank and those yeah. guys. The, everybody knows him out in L.A. You know, he moved to L.A. You you go to L.A. and you say Eric Dawkins' name. You know, everybody wow. knows. He, he sings now with, with a Harvey Mason. I mean, he's he's major. But the, one of the groups that he was in uh, here a few years ago, they named their group Clark Kent. Okay. Uh, because all of the producers and all the singers on that on that uh, in that group were behind the scenes, you know, Clark Kitts. They're Superman when they come to producers, yeah. but Clark Kitt behind the scenes. That's you know, a great uh, name. That's yeah, a great name great. for a band. One of, 
it's great. Now the guy uh, Daniels, I think Daniels passed away. I think he was killed in a car accident not too long ago, uh, which was was very was tragic. But uh, yeah, Clark Kent. So yeah, Eric, Eric did did a lot a lot of uh, a lot of great things, and that that made me think of New Beginning. You know, we were yeah. we were in, together in that group. Man, that was that was it for me, man. I remember I, that. Being a, yeah, you remember that? Wow. Yes, I do. I don't know if you ever had it. You probably never heard us, though. I don't think. I, I can remember you playing some tapes with some. Yeah, some probably played tapes. Yeah, yeah. But not some like recordings or rehearsals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. things like yeah, that. Yeah, because we never really. I think we performed in Akron. I remember once. I remember one time specifically because we performed at the church I was at. Uh, but we didn't have too many performances. As a matter of fact, I don't know how long New Beginning was together. We might have been together a year or two. It seemed like a lifetime, but man, yeah. that, that those relationships with those guys, oh my God, that's, that's beautiful to have. That's beautiful yeah, yeah. to have those long term friendships. See, I don't have too much of that because I've moved so yeah. much, and I tell yeah. you, it, it's I haven't really been home since graduation. I mean, I, wow. I, I left. I got out. I was yeah, gone. Yeah. I was like, after graduation, me and John, you yeah. went to the left, I went to the right. Yeah. We haven't seen each other really. <laughs> we haven't been together since then, really. No, I mean, it's, now, it's, this is seeing each other on this video, which is great, you know, but, <laughs> and we talked, but yeah, we, we got out of there. We got out, man. <laughs> yeah, we got out of there. Wow. Now, I, uh, I was thinking about um, this whole thing with music. Mm-hmm. Have you reached your peak, or do you still have things that you want to do and that you're going wow. to do? Wow, that question, man! I had a, uh, a I had a weird feeling that that might come up. I had a weird thought about that last night. Good question, good question, and I have to be very honest, man. Uh, there's so much more to me in me. Um, yeah. There's a saying. There's a saying that goes something like. Don't die with with a song in your heart, or don't die without, without your song being sung, or whatever. And and if there was a fear, this is not a fear of mine at all. But but if anything else, I I, I wonder whether I I'll, I'll move on or pass on without uh, doing uh, more music than what I what I could, you know. Which which I'll tell you, it's there. It's like it's like so close. I can. Yeah. It, it's it's a matter of. Matter of fact, this COVID thing has, has changed a lot because Jay and I, we still have things that we want to do in the works. Uh, when I worked, you asked me about being a musician for years. I only took took two gigs, but uh, when I played on on uh, the the Navigator Seas, when I when I worked with Bosco and Storm, the the band, when I worked on the cruise ship back in 2016, I met some amazing musicians, some amazing friends from all over the world that, that I still. I love and adore uh, and have great, great uh, um, respect and, and um, relationships with. Uh, we have these ideas of getting together, wanting to get together and, and still write, you know, yeah. do some things together. Because I did some writing when I was on the ship. But to answer your question, uh, yeah, man, I think there's there's definitely more there that I can do musically, not just drumming, not just playing drums, but just writing, producing, and, and you know. Uh, but then at, at the same time, 
Um, obviously, I work a nine to five. This is not what I do for a living. It's, it, it's yeah. a it's a desire. So it would be a a, um, a a something nice to do. And because of that attitude, uh, that's what makes the difference, you know. Versus right. someone that has to, has to do it. Someone yeah. that yeah. that that needs to do it. You know, I, I'll do it um, because I, I really like to. And more so than anything else, it's a relationship. And the last thing I'll say about this is. Me coming over there to Norway, man. That's that's the thing I really, really want to do. You for, get over for, there. First of all, you have an open <laughs> invitation here. Got you. Got first you. of all, so you have that. It's gonna happen when <laughs> you come here. That would be my dream: is to put you together with my musician friends. Oh yeah. Because now I don't want to. I don't want this to sound like I'm bashing the music environment in Norway because I'm not doing that. There's some beautiful, talented people here. But it's different. I can understand. I can. I if, can understand. You if, don't have to say much. <laughs> if you were to come here as a drummer with the musical foundation that you have, mm-hmm. I think people's jaws would hit the floor. There's some Uh-oh, fantastic wow. drummers over here. I know some great drummers, but it's different. <laughs> if you know I, what I mean. Let me see. If it, I, I like to see that because over the years, man, I. I I maintain a certain level of musicality, but here lately, man, it's like when I hear these young guys, when I hear these, you know, so many chops, you know, chops was a word yeah. back when I yeah. was coming up, you know, but now chops is a, a bigger word, yeah. but I've learned yeah. uh, a different respect in music because it, it's like wine, like fine wine. When you, you know, let something mature, you know, uh, the, the other things that that's not that necessary, yeah. you know, necessary, you know, kind of, you know, you put them aside. Now you still keep an arsenal. I still keep some arsenal. I still got some yeah. tricks in my pocket, yeah. but I find myself, you know, not using them much at all uh, because it, it's not necessary. It's not called for. Uh, and then again, you know, I, I don't have, I don't think much of an ego too much to try to impress or try no, to, no. which you do what's necessary do, for the song. Yeah. Do, do for, it's all about the music. Yeah. And then the major thing right now is just having the ability, you know, COVID has changed a lot, you know, uh, not being able to play out or what have you, but getting over there, man, I would be humbled to learn. I, I wouldn't be coming. Trust me. I wouldn't be bringing nothing, but just a humble soul we would have looking to, to learn and grow. We would have to see the timing of it because uh even though norway is not getting hit by covid it's not even close to the way it is back home in the states uh but there's still a lot of restrictions about you know crowd size and all that stuff right right but man if if things were opened up 100 percent and there was a lot of opportunities to play there are so many jams that you could walk in on Oh man, that would and, be awesome! And, and man. you would you would get your opportunity to sit and play with some fantastic musicians. Just in I my just it. in my city alone, where I live, is mm-hmm. more than enough of a music environment to where you could, yeah, you 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 wouldn't you wouldn't be bored. Oh yeah, oh not at all. <laughs> well, no, being around you bored that, that's impossible, <laughs> impossible, man. It's, it's impossible. And I and I will say this too, man. I you and your wife, man, that is so inspiring to listen to you too. Oh, it man, is so thanks. inspiring to hear you guys. I mean, she is like a jewel. And the way you treat your wife, man, I'm like, dude, <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be love, man. You know, you you correct her, her English. That, that, that's so funny, man. I'm like, like John can get away with that stuff, man. But I know you don't because we see, <laughs> no, we play our, I know our, you do. <laughs> our, our relationship has been based on 
uh, humor and 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 teasing back and forth. I see. Uh, from day I one. See. From day one. I see. I see. Because um, she didn't like you at first. You know, she <laughs> she was like, yeah, she's like, I didn't like him at, at first or something along those lines. No, what, what it was, our, our uh, friend who introduced us had told her ahead of time that I was a bodybuilder. And she's like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't want to meet, you know, I don't want to meet a bodybuilder because she's used to that bodybuilder, you know, a meathead who, who you know, right. doesn't know anything about anything and stuff. Right, right. And then she comes and meets the kid. Right. The, ki- <laughs> the kid. The kid. <laughs> yeah, I who, got who, who at that time was a bodybuilder, but I was more than that. You know, I, my life was not centered on bodybuilding. So, right. you know, luck, luckily things matched up and, and, and we got the chance to get to know each other. But from day one, man, I've been teased. And the, and the way we talk on, that po- on those two podcast episodes, now that's only two podcast episodes, yeah. but that huh. is a typical... Uh, uh, you know, like a like a, a Saturday or Sunday morning. You know, yeah. The kids are in the kitchen eating breakfast while we're sitting out on our porch just talking. That's uh-huh. how. It that's like that's it. yeah. It's that, like it every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I love this man. I, I love it. That's why <laughs> I had to. I had to uh, message you and say, man, this this is great, man. I, I love hearing it and and her accent. Like you say, people love her accent, man. She has I, the coolest I think, accent. You know? I think and, it is. I, I tell her, I hope you never learn proper English. Keep all those mistakes that you have because no, it's her, beautiful. Her, no, her English. Her English is a whole lot better than some. <laughs> it's better than slang sometimes, you know, because you can at least understand what she's saying you know and, and that's great man she she does great she she's, does great she's got I, the, the only thing i tell her that sh- that's missing is because she has a beautiful voice you can hear the tone in her voice when she speaks right she's got right. a beautiful sound to her voice but she cannot control it she can't she cannot sing in tune or in key she's the wow. furthest the furthest thing from a musician i've ever seen in my life <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, let me tell you she and this is the truth this is the truth now uh-huh. she would sing bedtime songs to our kids i'm talking about when they were like maybe two years old they can barely talk and they would say mama can you stop please can you stop <laughs> they would either say stop or go to sleep real quick so just, they just, they'd be like mama can you can you just can you wow. just stop but wow. um because i guess they knew the difference between what mom and, and dad well they're half mine wow. they're half yeah, mine yeah, yeah. so yeah so they had to, half of me saying stop you know that's that's funny i would but love she, to hear her i would love to hear her take i told i told her the only yeah. thing that's missing is you can't sing or play an instrument if you could do wow. that you'd be perfect <laughs> and I, I and I also tell her and I also tell her I say I say I, you know you've got me for life I'll never uh-huh. leave you I'll never look at another woman but if they ever invent a time machine and I'm able uh-huh. to go back to Joni Mitchell 1974 75 Ooh. I'm done with you. Wow. <laughs> I told her I'm done you with you. You know what? <laughs> I just watched her I just watched the interview with Joni uh yesterday day before yesterday. Okay. Uh it was uh Rock Legends. Oh yes. my god, man. I I grew up I appreciated Joni Mitchell years later because of Prince, yep. you know, because and I just found out that Prince uh, that one album she did, I can't remember. I guess the album with a case of you on it or whatever, but he, he revered that one of his, his top favorite albums, yes. which I'm going to go, go check. Matter of fact, I already put it on Apple music, but you haven't but, heard, oh, man. you haven't heard, uh, you haven't heard, um, uh, 
What's that? Yeah, Blue. Blue is the name of the album with Case of You Blue? and all of that. Yeah, that's the name of the Joni Mitchell album. I've heard Case of You. Yeah, I have to hear more You've of it. Got I, to check out that whole album. It's called of, Blue. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, of, of stuff that that uh, I've missed out on. But it's a lot that I she haven't had, missed out on. Joni, she's awesome. She had that that fantastic jazz band, a bunch of white dudes playing yeah. some of the best jazz I've ever heard. Well, she um, had Jocko. She had Jocko. Well, this is before that. Yeah, she had. Yeah, she okay. had him. She had Jacko, uh-huh. but but going before that, they were called the L.A. Express. Exactly. Yeah, they had that on this uh, this rock legend. Well, oh, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I, yeah. That, that, you're right. You're that exactly is uh, L.A. Express. Joni, uh, you know, I, if if I could go back in a t- that's the only thing that would make me leave my wife. If I could go in a time machine, go back to like 1974, 75, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and Joni, there's, there's, <laughs> I'm right. sorry. And there's, Goodbye, there's no such thing. Yeah, there's, look, there's no there's uh, look there's no such thing as a machine. Okay, now now granted, you can be regressed. You know. Well, we she told me. Well, she told me. Thing. Well, she told me that if Tom Cruise ever asked her to go out to dinner, she would go. So, see, that's <laughs> my revenge. Go. So, that's my revenge. Okay, I got you. Yeah, they call that a pass or something. We ain't gonna go there. We're not gonna. We're, we're not, not gonna dwell on the subject at all. Okay, that's the poor period in that point. But yeah, man, Joni Joni Mitchell. Yeah, that that's great, man. And and I, I have to say this though because I wrote this name down when we were talking about music, and and it's important for me to mention it because um, there, there's themes that that go through this conversation yeah. and Prince obviously is a major thing, but, but I, I'll mention this name because this guy is so awesome to me that I love. And, 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 and when I describe this guy, this is the way that, that I, I can uh, describe this guy. Uh, and I'll say his name in a little bit, but when, when Prince died, um, I was on the ship, I was working on, uh, with world crib and I was on the navigator to seas back in 2016. I came in from a, a really nice day Turn on CNN and Prince dead at, at 58, 57. And, and it, I was just totally, yeah. obviously shocked. Yeah. I couldn't get too emotional because I was too much in shock. I, I remember just standing, just couldn't believe, sat down. And, and that whole shit was purple for that day because yeah. I had all my Prince stuff. We played Prince music. But this guy, his name is Jacob Collier. Jacob oh. Collier. He, he, the way Jacob Collier is, he helps me deal with Prince's death. To okay. put it that way, I okay. mean, he's he's not just that good. I mean, uh, he's he's a he's something else. He's really something else. Jacob Collier, um, and I mentioned that kid just because he said he's no longer a kid, uh, but he, he he can kind of remind you of Prince in a sense, but he's like a Prince three point oh. Okay. Uh, Prince was 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 just you know organic, just self taught. Just Jacob is everything from devil sharp major minors to he's very very educated i mean he he's on first name with quincy first as a matter of fact i think quincy might have helped discover him he's from england uh but jake and, and this latest thing that jacob did tiny this tiny desk that he did by himself yeah. you got to check that out if anything that's the latest thing i think it's just amazing and it, and it fits all the elements not only does he play these muses these instruments good like Prince would do, he plays a snot out of them. I mean, it makes you want to want to break your sticks. Now, Prince was great, you know, to get it, and it's hard for me to. I'm not. I can't compare him, even though I'm. I am in a sense, <laughs> but I, I'll go back to say that when Prince died, 
Jacob Collier helped breathe more life, okay. you know, okay. for me because there's a saving grace. Now there's a Jacob Collier, you know, rest in, rest in power prince, but, you know, we got Jacob Collier to, to go on and on and on. I'm going to um, check him out. And you say he did one of those Tiny Desk concerts? Do the latest Tiny Desk. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, I'll check that it's, out. It's, it's, yeah, it's the latest one he did, and he did it. It's him by himself, but what? But he splits the screen up, and you got to see it. I, I'm gonna check I, that I, out. I've only, I've only watched it once because if I would have watched it twice, that would have been just too much for me. It's time for me to watch wow. it again. It was just that amazing, and I'm I just, check that out. just loved. It. You got to. I love Jacob. So I. And, and, have you have you, know, you met him? Have you met him? No, I haven't been able to meet him. Matter of fact, COVID prevented me from going to his concert because uh. I had tickets. Me, me and my boy Paul had tickets to go here back in May. And uh, it it was canceled, so I didn't. I haven't had a chance to meet Jacob because he's uh he's like I say in London. He's from London, and he hasn't hasn't been around. Yeah, I wish I wish I could. I mean, he might know Eric. He might know of Eric because of the Quincy Jones uh, connection. But man, Jacob is is crazy. Let's, I'm gonna check him out, man. I'm gonna do that. I, I love watching those tiny desk concerts. Um, uh, I've, I got a newfound love for um, Derek Trucks. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, I, you know, I, I, I was, I've always been aware ever since he was just a kid, like around two thousand one and two, when he started playing with the Almond Brothers band. I was right. aware that this kid's talented on the the guitar, but uh, there was a Tiny Desk concert with him and the the Tedeschi Trucks band. Yeah, and I yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, whoa! And then I went back and started looking at all the stuff that he's been doing, and right. that that dude, man. That yeah, dude. he's tough. He's tough. He's yeah. tough. He's connected. He's connected with one of the guys that I really loved and I had a chance to meet once. Um, uh, O'Teal, O'Teal Burbridge, uh, uh, O'Teal Burbridge, uh, bass player, fantastic cat man. Hey, let's, uh, he's let's, connect, they're connected. Let's, let's do some connect. name dropping. Who is the most famous musician or person in the music world that you've act actually met and had a chance to talk with? I think oh, I think I think I, th I think I got you topped, but let's let's hear let's hear what yours is. Mm, this just happened. This just happened this year. I think it just happened this year, and I got a picture to prove it. <laughs> and 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 it's the one and only Sir knows. Uh, he he's not devoid of funk. Uh, George Clinton. I was gonna go down. George, Mr. George Clinton himself, wow. uh, had a chance to to holler at him. We would sit on stage and and just well backstage. Um, I know his his, his uh, drummer um, man. He's Benzel. is just a, he's a beast. By yeah. the way, it, he's behind that scene playing drums, funk. But he is a beast drummer because we wow. we hang out. We go when he comes to town. We hang out. We go to the music store, and he just just kills stuff. Yeah. Uh, his dad is the trumpet player for for P Funk and for okay. Parliament. But George Clinton and I, we had a chance to just he talk about his mom because uh, wow. he's from North Carolina. George Clinton's from North Carolina. Okay, I didn't know that. And um, yeah. so I brought that up, and he was like, "Yeah, my mom. You know, I remember my mom being out here in here in Greensboro enjoying my shows, and we had a chance to talk a little bit. And I took a little selfie with him, man. So George Clinton." Now? It, he's got to be oh, in his God. middle seventies, I would think. Yeah, he has, man. He, he's he's uh, he's health? immortalized. He's he's fine, you know. I mean, as far as I see, he looked well. He cleaned up, you know. I mean, yeah. he, he definitely got out of yeah. out of all that. He cleaned up and just still straight, just straight mind and great. But George Clinton, I had a chance to to uh, uh, meet him, and and I can't I can't say I met Prince. 
I, he, he, the only time that I had an interaction with Prince, I don't think I told you this, uh, was in Atlanta, uh, and it was an after show. And uh, it just happened to be I was in between the stairs and whatever that area was. Prince was upstairs. It was a converted theater. He walks down the stairs, and it's just he and I. I'm a, a, you know, a few feet away from him. Yeah. But nobody had seen him at that point. And I was so shocked. The girl that I was with, I was like trying to wave her over to come see him. My first reaction geez, was to get my camera phone to try to take a, a picture of him. Okay. And he looks at me and he's like, he's like uh, I was like, come on. I was like, it didn't, it didn't come. Actually, I think I tried to take it. It didn't come out. And he kind of said, by that time, people start seeing him. Come on down, Prince. And he just turned and walked away. So that was my yeah. only interaction. What year was that? Uh, oh, that was back in, was it 2004 or, or 14? Uh, what was this? 2000? I'm gonna say 2014. I think that was okay. a musicology tour. I think so. That 2004. Been, 2004. 2004. Then. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think that was. I think that was a musicology tour okay, when he yeah. went to Atlanta. We we joined out 2000, Atlanta. 2004. Then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that's the only, so I can't count that as meeting Prince because I didn't get a chance to say hey and, and ask him about, you know, Camille or whatever. I didn't get a chance to here's, do any, or just, just go ahead. No, I was going to say, here's my, here's my Prince experience. Um, 2011. Now this was the day after that terrorist, uh, Breivik guy shot up all these people in Oslo. Uh, uh, Prince had two shows. He had one the same day that all those shootings uh -oh. happened. And then uh -huh. we went the second day. Uh -oh. uh, we were living way up north. So, so we had left the kid, uh, our daughter, with a, a babysitter. And we had come down to Oslo. And we had floor tickets. This is in an auditorium. This is an Oslo Spectrum. I don't know. Does it hold maybe 15,000, 10,000, 15,000 people? And we had floor tickets. And we were one of the first people in the door. And we go in and we fast walk right up to the stage. And they had the barriers set up so that if anybody on the stage were to lean over, and if we were to lean across the barrier, you could actually touch hands. That's how close wow. we were. Right at the stage, not quite center. It was a little bit off to the to the stage left, but uh -huh. pretty much front front and center. Gotcha. So he comes out and he fantastic show. By the way, I don't even have to describe the show. Fantastic show. Yeah. But wow. he 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 comes to the side of the stage, and you know you you haven't seen any pictures of Snoopy, but she's got a rather dramatic look to her. She's very. Uh, I mean, she's hot. <laughs> she's yeah, got, yeah, yeah, and she's sure. got the long, the long strawberry blonde hair and, and the body and everything. And and you know, I'm a big, big dude, muscular powerlifter. So we we uh -huh. you know people people look at us. Uh -huh. So Prince comes. I don't remember what song he was playing, but he he's playing a guitar solo and he comes to the side of the stage. Uh oh. And he looked and he locked eyes with Snoopy. And then he looked uh -huh. at me, and then he kind of like, uh -huh. and just you know gave, gave a nod like yeah. I love it. And I'm like, oh, I mean, it, I felt like I was blessed by the Pope. I'm giving you a hand. Was, I'm giving you a hand. Yeah, man. It was like being blessed by the Pope or something. You were, yeah. <laughs> I'm the dominant. And then, and then um, later on in the show, 
you know, by that time he had worked up a sweat and he comes back over by us again and he's playing the guitar and he kind of, you know, he's, he's very physical when he, so he kind of yeah. like spun while he was playing and he actually sweated on us. Wow. <laughs> so I got, oh, so, yeah. Yeah, you got, the, you got the black sweat. You know I got, got the, the black, black sweat. sweat. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I so that was, it. that was my, that was Man, my princess. Yeah, and, you and, got it. You got it. And what I thought was interesting about that show was that he did very little singing. Most of that show was instrumental. He played songs. Ooh. I can't tell you what they were. I don't know what they were. It yeah, was yeah. just jamming jazz. He might, he might have been, yeah, the, the 2011, because that was when he probably had. Yeah, John Blackwell. Uh, he had, John, he had, I was going to say John Blackwell. Yeah, he had which, Ida, the, the Danish woman yeah, on bass. Yeah. He did not have Rhonda yeah. Smith. I wish Rhonda yeah, Smith would have been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He I got had, a chance to. He oh, had. Go ahead. Go ahead. He had. Um, he had. Um, Renato? Uh, Did he? No. No, he didn't have Renato. He had uh, Morris. Morris. Yeah. Morris. He had yeah, Morris. Yeah. Morris. And he had old girl on on uh, on um, on guitar. What's Jeez. her name? Uh, he, uh, oh, uh, uh, um, oh man, uh, I can't remember. What's forgot her name. Her. Oh, girl. Yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and her. Then, yeah, yeah, her. And then he not had her. a... We got to be careful. Not, yeah, not her. <laughs> and then he had another key, He had another keyboardist, a, a lady on keys, and I can't, yeah, yeah. Yeah, can't I, remember I, her I name. Yeah, I remember that band. I'm thinking that... that was that the a Hit and Run or One Night Alone? That was... I'm, I have to go back and... and yeah, uh, this was 2011. Look, 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 2011. Maybe it was a uh, Hit and Run time. tour, wasn't it? I think it, it was might a Hit have been and a Run, hit run. Yeah, he did. Or, or some, that was something different, because I, I don't... Yeah. It's hard. He, they uh, they kind of get jumbled together, man. But they that, jazzed it up, man. Time. It was a lot. Oh, yeah. And I, and I tell you, he, he, he had this one part where he played... It was like a five-minute solo. You know, the band was yeah. just vamping behind him. And right. he played like a five-minute solo... Uh, left hand fretting the guitar, right hand soloing wow. on the keyboard. Yeah, and, you know people can pull that off. You know for like a quick little flash. This man soloed for like five minutes. Yeah, yeah, doing yeah. That. yeah. He he he, abs he was just, just abs just mind blo mind blowing. And and at that time, I can't wrap my brain uh, of that time period. But it sounds like it may be either in that. Uh, news area, new era, or expand, or what was that? Expose, expand, expose, wasn't it? Yeah, expose. There's something that experiment the X, whatever. Yeah, that he did all, and then he also did those uh, those cuts that came out later on. Uh, where he was just doing sound checks and they became like Nakashak uh, or, or yeah. to, to, to Japan stuff. So I can't remember the time frame of that, but that that doesn't that sounds like it would be ideal to me. And I, I do have to mention uh, when you said John Blackwell, I did have a chance to, to talk to him a few times. God rest his soul. Yeah. I know I know you know he yeah he, aneurysm he passed, wasn't passed it? away. Yeah yeah aneurysm yeah. that that but a, a tumor yeah because tumor it, yeah tumor he, yeah he he lived with that for or for a little while. But man that was I remember actually. Actually, Aaron Mills called me the day he died on July 4th, when he died on the 4th of July a couple of years ago. Aaron Mills called me and let me know. Because, see, I don't know if many people know this, and you may not know this, but John Blackwell got his start with Cameo. Yes, he did. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, matter of fact, if you go back and look at uh, the Sinbad 70s jam, the 70s shows that Sinbad used to do on HBO that was awesome, where he did all that. those bands that was that was classic. Yeah. That was John Blackwell playing with Cameo okay. for that particular uh, show in Aruba back then. Uh, John Blackwell, he, I got stories about that, what they could nicknamed him. Uh, I miss, I miss John Blackwell, sticks. man. I miss, miss him so uh. much. That was a sad, sad day. He was a nice Nice, nice guy. I met him on a, uh, a couple occasions with, with, with Prince, man. But man, he was uh, he was to me Prince's best, one of Prince's best drummers. So you uh, had uh, ever. So your 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 uh, your name drop is George Clinton. That's a good one. And uh, and you 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 ran into Prince backstage in in Atlanta. Yeah. That's a good one, yeah. of course. Uh-huh. My name drop. I got two of them. Okay, I'm listening. There was a. Um, there was a contest, a songwriting contest here in Norway. Uh, I'm uh-huh. going to tell you who was doing this later, but it was a songwriting contest and it was for uh, rock or, or metal, right? You told now, me, you told the story, I think. On did the, I tell on you this? Yeah, well, no, you told it on the podcast, your podcast with your wife, but keep going though. I think I know what okay, it is. Okay, yeah. I, I'm going to listen. So I submitted a song which was not rock, it was not metal. It was like a it was a laid back <laughs> funk slash R&B thing. Mm-hmm. And the person running this thing in conjunction with a band that he had discovered and then produced and was financing was Eddie Kramer. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. Talk, I remember okay. hearing this story. So, I just okay, listened yeah. to it like a couple That's days right. ago. I guess, I guess I did say, yeah, I guess I did talk yeah, about you, that on the podcast. Yeah, okay, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you heard yeah, this story. But that, but, That's great. Well, well that, that says a lot, though. I mean, it was real cool to meet him, but that says a lot about Snoopy and her personality. Now, she was yeah. she was pregnant, like eight months pregnant with our daughter <laughs> at that time. <laughs> right. Belly, right. Her belly was, her, she's a short <laughs> woman, a little, tiny little thing, and her belly was sticking uh, out further than she is tall. Yeah, yeah. And I, I can still see it she wound her way through this crowd of head banging metal people and uh, literally grabbed eddie kramer <laughs> by the jacket and pulled him yeah. over to me uh-huh. yeah. and i got to talk with eddie kramer for like 15 minutes awesome, I, I, awesome. I will yeah. never never forget that and it, yeah. and it tripped him out so much that i had the guts to submit that song he remembered the song because yeah. it, because it stood out because it was nothing like anything else and, right. and from that, I got the invite uh, to bring my band at the time and play at his, uh, at, I guess it was like a release party. Uh, right, right, one, right, right. That was so much fun, man. I'm telling you, we were, it was, oh, it, was, it was at a big, big house and a big property uh, right at the edge of the ocean down south in uh-huh. Norway. And the house had this big balcony, like, a, like one and a half stories up. Mm-hmm. And then down on the lawn was all of these people. I don't know. Was there maybe 300 people there, 350 people. And those right. people were crazy and ready for live music. So me and my <laughs> band, we played, the, we, we played my songs that I had worked uh-huh. with them. And uh-huh. then we played them again. We did two sets with the same songs. And then I uh-huh. had to stop because I had lost my voice. And then my band yeah. kept playing, doing cover songs, man, for the rest uh-huh. of the night. It was crazy, crazy. You man. guys didn't have, luckily you didn't have that Prince Rolling Stone experience. Oh, <laughs> you know, the Rolling Stone. No, no they, they, they act, and, and I was real skeptical about how it was going to go, you know, with this being like a, a rock and a metal crowd. I'm listening. But, just, they, but oh yeah, I lost the video. That's okay. No, yeah, yeah. Just, just keep going. Keep but going. they, uh, they loved us, man. They loved us. That was one of my most fun, most favorite uh, live performances I've ever had. So Eddie Kramer, I got to meet Eddie Kramer. 
That's cool, man. I, I have to tell you this, man. Uh, the, the people that, that I that I have to, to tell you about uh, um, that, that was amazing, and, and it's, again, this is a full circle moment, um, was the revolution, man. I had a chance to meet Wendy and Lisa and Bobby and Brown Mark. Uh, they they came to Raleigh and I I, I had a, had a good friend and she see a good friend she's a friend we haven't talked in a long while but but she knew Bobby's wife okay. uh, Bobby Z who who thank God got over his he had a, a, a something yeah. uh, a sickness he was had some health issues yeah there. but uh, but she was able to co- connect us and backstage next thing I know man I'm backstage <laughs> with Wendy and Lisa and at that time I was in Raleigh. Um, what's his name? This is after Prince died. They were doing the, the reunion thing. Uh, Miguel. Miguel had performed across the street uh, at the bigger venue, and he was backstage, and Wendy was just loving Miguel, man. Oh. And I, got, I actually got a little video of this and a little picture, you know, a okay. few pictures I was taking. Uh, Brown Mark was back there, Wendy and Lisa. But, but you know who I was really, really, really happy to meet at that show? Brown Mark. <laughs> the, the top it off. No, Brown Mark was great. No, yeah. that was fine. No, it was the guy next door. The guy that was, it, the way they had the, uh, what do they call it? Black, uh, draping, uh, draping, I forget how it's, in other words, how they set up their, their dressing rooms backstage, or at least their changing room, which has dressing rooms, where they have the black curtains and um, okay. they have it separated backstage. Yeah. Um, this guy performed, which is, he's one of my greatest, I love this guy so much, and one of my, my favorite band, Mint Condition, Stokely. He okay. performs with them, you know. Yeah. So Stokely, I had heard Stokely was going to be there. Now, this is after the show, uh, and I had met uh, Bobby Z earlier in in that day, and I asked him about Stokely because I didn't know he was going to be there, uh, and someone mentioned it, so I asked Bobby Z about it as he was passing through. He said, yeah, he'll be around. Uh, so after the show, when he saw me, Bobby Z said, hey, man, you asked about Stokely. Here, come with me. So he takes me out and opens up the, the curtain, and there Stokely was just by himself. Man. I was like, dude, Stokely. I was like, Doc. <laughs> I said, man, I just don't get starstruck, man, and I just don't don't do this. I said, but I got to tell you how much I appreciate you, man. I'm a drummer myself, and how much you you do for us, man, and just how I just want to let you know how much I appreciate you and enjoy you. And, and I asked him for you know a selfie. He took a selfie, uh-huh. and this this is a little this I guess name drop, but this is my cousin Fred, my my cousin Fred Hammond. I got, always got to mention Fred because that's that's my dude. <laughs> um, I mentioned Fred, you know. Um, and he said, yeah, man, we're supposed to be doing something together. I said, that would be awesome because Fred yeah. is an awesome bass player. Okay. Uh, so we had a chance to talk. He gave me his email. Uh, I emailed him. He replied. Uh, and th- to me, if you talk about name, because Stokely, man, I just I yeah. forgot about that. I forgot yeah. about when you were saying this. I was like, yeah, I met Wendy Lisa in the Revolution, <laughs> which is you know was what we were loving, you uh-huh. know, Wendy sure, Lisa. Sure. But the Stokely connection to me, yeah, I was, <laughs> me Stokely, yeah. man, because that dude, a hell of a drum. I can say hell, I guess, on this, but Stokely as a drum. That's what he started out as a drummer. Okay, you know, and yeah. you know, just killer drummer and everything else, man. So, so yeah, man, that, that was our condition. Thing, that's that's. A, <laughs> That's a lot of good music up through the years, man. Oh yeah, love big condition. Yeah, yeah. We we, we up hour and thirty hour and thirty eight minutes. Go ahead. I'm I'm loving it. I'm loving it, man. I told you we was gonna talk. I also I also got to meet. I had a like a two two and a half hour car drive alone with Elliot Mazer, Neil Neil Young's Uh, producer. 
Okay, okay, yeah. I, produced, I didn't know that name. Elliot produced uh, Neil Young's Harvest album. He produced a lot of Linda Ronstadt's early stuff. He produced uh, produced Janis Joplin back in her day. Ooh, wow, wow, so wow! So we we brought we brought Elliot Mazer over here to produce uh, a country album that I had written okay. for. I had written a country album for a friend of mine. <laughs> and uh and are you laughing at me <laughs> I, well, I, got a joke, I got a joke in my head but go ahead i believe it here till later <laughs> and, and uh and we, and we brought elliot over to produce that and i was you know because i can remember seeing his name on the back of those neil young albums and then to fast forward to that time where i'm actually working with him in the studio wow was mind-blowing i I, i'm still not over that that was it it was it was just absolutely amazing and then um we had that first session and then i'm gonna cut i'm gonna cut a lot i'm gonna edit the story a lot because i don't want anybody (laughs) to but 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 he he ended up having to leave the studio and someone had to drive him back and that so i volunteered to do that and to sit to sit and talk music and get feedback he i mean he he jumped he he dove head first into my lyrics wow and was giving me and to get that kind of feedback that's somebody like man. That. Oh man, yeah, I'll, I'll, never, I'll never forget it. Never forget it. Yeah, I will yeah. take that experience with me to to the day I die. Wow, awesome man. That's that's awesome. I I I, I think about uh, those kind of moments that we have in life, man, and it, yeah. it, it makes me think of uh, now. Well, I was going to go off in another direction. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay. I do want to hear your joke, though. I want to hear your joke about me writing a country album. Well, that's when I said you. I guess my thought was, you see, you moved to Norton back at three years old. See, that's your you your head started Norton. <laughs> I would not have been able to write that country album. You wasn't in Norton at, at a younger age. See, I got I. I I was able to get through ranking in my elementary years, my elementary school years, all the way to sixth grade in the urban city of Akron. So that <laughs> that kept me from, well, from writing the country. Well, any time before the end. But let me I'll say this: you with that banjo. But let me let me say this so about writing that album. Now I wrote it for a friend of mine. Uh, his name is Ace. I know that man. He is. He's a big figure in music Norway. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody knows who this guy is. Uh, he is, uh, he's part, uh, normally he is in uh, the Remy Brothers band. It's him and his brother Henning. Henning is probably my best musical I got you. collaborator. I know so that, that name. You said yeah, that name several times. Yeah. yeah. So Einstein is his brother and together they had the Remy Brothers band. But Einstein did that solo project where he wanted a country album. And mm-hmm. as the writer for the Remit Brothers band, he wanted me to write for his country album. And while I didn't hesitate to say yes, I said yes right away because I love him. He's like a brother and I wanted to help him with this project. Uh-huh. I said yes right away, but right away I also started thinking, oh my God, how am I going to do how this? How am I going to do this? <laughs> because I've never, it's, it's, it, and, and it was, right. it was, it was such a beautiful challenge. I, I, I love a challenge. I love it. I like right. being uncomfortable. Yeah. So right. I had to put myself in a totally different place right? lyrically to mm-hmm. come out with that stuff for that album. Cause it's, you know, right. it's country music and you have to write right. accordingly. Right. And, and, uh, 
what a what a period of growth that was. Yeah, yeah, and we joke we joke about oh, Norton. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean that that saved our lives. <laughs> I think that saved that saved that Norton saved our life. I'm in, 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 forever indebted. It by, gave by me. There. I it, mean, it gave me a totally different childhood, and I have to say, it gave life, me yeah. a much better childhood. Looking at the neighborhood Absolutely. that we moved away from in Akron, I think I. Thank my parents for moving us out of there when they did. Absolutely. And you know what? That's a segue. That's a great segue because yeah. you mentioned this. Uh, and I'll put the little caveat of, of uh, Bo Lozoff recording with him when you said, yeah, write, write that name down to you. That's, that's major. Well, I did say Bo Lozoff earlier, but but some of the best days of my life was recording that album with him uh, um and uh, you can write down, you know, if you want to look that up too. I think that album was Whatever It Takes. Yeah, Whatever It Takes was the album that I recorded with, with Bo Lozoff. And uh, um, I, I could say that's a fa- famous album, even though that's a different different, uh, different type of being famous. Um, but, but yeah, we'll put that aside. But I, I'll tell you this, man, uh, this, this is a segue into something that I think is very, very important. Uh, when it comes to what what America, well, the world is dealing with when it comes to uh, this, not just COVID, but the other uh, pandemic of systematic, you know, racism yeah. and, yeah. and injustices and inequality. And and when you look into it, I've been studying a lot more than I ever have before in my life when it comes to being educated on on bias, you yeah. know, and, and being racist and anti-racist. Um, and we are products of we we have a different vantage point you and i yep. uh of, of moving and 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 not being negatively affected to a certain degree living living and moving to norton having parents and having the means yes you know your your, your father being a police officer um and and your beautiful mother, you know, working yeah. and she was it so social social work was it? The, no, she uh, she no, no uh, federal the federal federal, federal uh, court judicial yeah, system. Yeah, she worked yeah, there. The judicial um, system, yeah, the judicial district, system. Uh, federal district courts, yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. And my dad having his own business, being a, a Turner Trucking, the, yeah. the, yeah. the rubbish system and whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, we had that that advantage of moving out there, uh, and but but we were able to not realize at that time, you know, what what uh, poverty poverty was and right, and, right. and in the city and because we, we had left, that experience. we left when we left our neighborhood, it was still a good place to live, but it very quickly, yeah, yeah, yeah. very ours, quickly ours became yeah, very quickly became a terrible place to live. So, right, right. so the it, timing it, it, was right. Our, Right, right, and I, and and I remember, uh, um, and our house had gotten broken to a few times, and it was perfect timing for us because me getting out, at least for me, getting out of that that uh, elementary school and going into that real formative year of seventh grade, and see. Uh, I, even though I thought I missed out musically on, on, you know, being having that sixth grade experience in middle yeah. school, cause they didn't have middle school right. in Akron at that time. No. They didn't have, they had middle school in the suburbs. The schools were totally different. Yeah. Now I will say this though. I think about, about my brothers, excuse me, who, who at that time, you know, they were much younger their experiences are totally different, you know, whereas, you know, not to get too personal with my, my brother's story, whatever, but, you know, money and eco- economics played a, a major part into, you know, even 
the drug scene. You right, know, what I mean, right. you, you 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 had white kids that can afford to buy, yeah. you know, this, that, yeah. and the other, yeah. uh, and then expose it to to the yep. the young kids, or whatever. Now, I'm not blaming and pointing any fingers, no. but that would have been different. Now, who knows what have been marijuana in in the city would be one thing, but cracking in the suburbs is is another. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, that that's major difference. Um, and just being able to to have that experience changed my life. But I I wanted to tie that in because that has a lot to do with how I can relate to uh, kind of both sides of the fence over here now. Uh, okay, and I yeah. have uh, a lot of, a lot of friends who are, who don't look like me, don't have my same uh, skin color, uh, but, but we're very near and dear and we can have those deep in depth conversations, you know, that, yeah. that uncomfortable conversation with a black man at that popular right. YouTube channel that's out now. You know, our com- our conversations aren't too uncomfortable because of the love that we share with my friendships. But out of that, man, you know, you find out a lot of of the system of systematic race, how, how in depth and how deep that 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 is here. Um, and I just want to mention that it is it is definitely an issue. Uh, go back and check out my episode number twenty eight. When you uh, did it by yourself, I was going to mention that. Yeah. The one uh, you did by yourself. I really jumped in uh, headfirst into that uh, topic, into that issue, because it's something that um, I'm very passionate about. It's um, unfortunately, there's a lot of people who won't even admit that systemic racism is an issue. Yeah, don't even. That, don't that blows even my mind. It. Yeah, yeah, that blow, blows my mind. Don't even, don't even see it. And and you did a great job, John. That was the first one I think. I think that was the first one I listened to, which was was Thank you. very on point. And Thank I, you. I really, really appreciate that. And you hit uh, a nail on the head when you talked about fear. When you start talking yeah. about that fear, I was like, man, you got it. And since then, I've read more. And and you know, you you talk about, you know your PhDs and, and your doctorates and those who um, are educated in bias, you know, which, which is a book yeah. that I just finished reading bias yeah. is great. And, and how to be anti-racist too. That's a, a, a awesome, awesome book to read. Well, it's, it's just uh, an issue that, that, that people really need to, oh, and, and, and to discuss it or to admit that it exists or to analyze it does not bring about an automatic admission of guilt because right. I think this whole thing about white guilt, I think it just needs to go away. Uh, you know, if you're not racist, then you're not racist, period. Uh, uh, there's, I, th- I think there's a lot of people who have no racist bone in their body, but they won't talk about it because they feel that to acknowledge it is to, is to uh, accept some sort of blame. Right. And right, I, right. I, I, I wish people would be a little bit more, I mean... People should be more secure in their anti-racism. <laughs> you know, if you're not racist, then you're not racist, but contribute to putting a light on the issue. I wish there were more yeah. people who were doing that. And, and, and that's, that's so, so uh, on point. Uh, what, what Ibrahim says in his book is either you're going to be either there's racist or anti-racist. Yeah. Uh, and one thing that he does talk about um, that. I think it's so important what you're saying. People need to dialogue and talk about it, and yeah. people need to 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 uh, admit that we all have racist and anti-racist tendencies. We we all do, um, and and sometimes how they they uh, juxtapose themselves uh, against against each other yeah. um, at, at times in life. You know, uh, being able to. 
uh, admit those things um, can can open up a dialogue, open up a conversation. Yeah. But so many people just slam the door on that dialogue. You know, I could mention, right. I could say something like, yeah, there's a, um, you know, a bias or, or straight up racism on police forces needs to be dealt with. Now, that is a statement mm -hmm. that is non-accusatory. It's just a statement that right. the issue of racism in police forces needs to be dealt with. And I would That's think right. that any reasonable person can get on board with that statement. But mm -hmm. too often I make that statement and then immediately people come with, yeah, but what about black on black crime? Yeah, but it's right. not all cops. Yeah, but maybe right. you're too sensitive. Yeah, but that's not, you know, and, and it's like, hold on. <laughs> you know, let's, you, you, you're throwing the baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and I guess, I guess what is a, an unfortunate uh, uh, truth is that a lot of people that we went to school with mm -hmm. are in that category of people who will deny yeah, I don't that see color. Issue. Exactly. And my John answer to that, my friend. Yeah, yeah, you know, and my <laughs> answer to that, and my answer to the I don't see color thing is, is um, there's nothing wrong with seeing color. Just don't treat me any worse because of my color. Right, right. And because you don't see color, you may actually treat treat people differently exactly. because you're not acknowledging the differences exactly. and the differences that that are apparent you know is well, the difference important. is the history I mean, the difference is the life experience because of right. color because of exactly color. and and so so it, it it it's uh it's an eye-opener to see some of the people on social media people that we went to school with some of the very same people whose parents didn't want me in their home because i'm black those people mm -hmm. today will deny that there's such a right. thing as racism in america Right, it's, right. Amazing. And, and, and it's amazing. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. And, and, and be at them rallies. You yes. know, yeah. <laughs> they go, to, go to those rallies. And, and it's, it's, no, 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 not know. those rallies. It's them rallies. You got it right. Them rallies. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Them rallies with the D. Yeah. Be at them rallies, you know, and, and, and again, everybody has a right, you know, I, sure, I believe in, sure. you know, everybody has a right to understand, but this is uh, such an important time to be educated. I think that's the, to keep everybody starting with me, starting with myself. Uh, I can't say too much if I don't know. Exactly. Uh, or, or at least let me let me rephrase that. I'm not going to say if I don't know if if I'm not aware or at least have some kind of uh, education or information behind what I what I'm saying. Yeah. So if I don't, I'm not going to say too much about it. But one thing that is drawing me to is to actually become more educated myself on on history, on our history, on on uh, system, how this systematic, how it was designed, how racism is, how it's embedded, and and the importance of affecting change through power policies, you know, and, and, and the importance of the vote, the importance of the census, the importance of understanding, you know, that this, that, that the color is actually, it, it helps us all. If we do see color, we do see what everybody can bring to the table. We can see the yeah. differences we can see, uh, but you know, America's biggest sin, they haven't really uh, dealt with it yet. You know, hadn't dealt with uh, America's Biggest I wish people could see that America would be so much better off if there was an admission and then uh -huh. a dialogue and then some sort of change with the original sin of slavery. 
That's uh, where we're at now, I believe. Got I think to, that's where we're I th- at. I think it's happening. You, you you look out at the people who are protesting, and for once, it's not just black faces. There's a right, lot of white right. people as well as black right. and brown. And there's a that lot is more. The change. Exactly. That is and there's that a lot is more than was then. Yeah. Right. That's the chance because because what I've come to understand throughout what I've heard here lately is that is the biggest issue is allies being yeah. able to have more allies because you we can't it. do this alone. You we, nailed we, it. We have to. And it goes back to the dialogue. It goes back to education. It goes yeah. back to and the education comes through dialogue, being able to just like sure. you said. Uh, to admit, to, to, to open up your mouth and say, yes, this is it. Well, you know, uh, and then from there, let's, let's see what we can do. And it can be uncomfortable. Yeah, it can be uncomfortable, but yeah. man, let's, let's deal with the uncomfortable on this side instead of the uncomfortability <laughs> exactly. through, through war, through, 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 uh, hatred, through exactly. you know, all of that other nonsense. We could, we could be so much better off if we would just deal with that issue. Um, and we are, you know, yeah, I don't, I, think we are. I don't, I don't talk, I don't talk a lot of politics. I talk about right and wrong. I talk about mm-hmm. social issues. Um, however, this time around, I do believe we need a drastic political change. Otherwise the social change that we need is going to get stifled. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll see what happens when the election comes around in November. But I, I think we need a drastic political change. The, the political climate is going to stop the social climate from changing. I truly believe right. that. I truly and this, believe is, that. this is time. And this is something that, that is, is right on time, man. And I'm going to tell you this. It's great. It, it, it's, this, is, this is great. I love how this is. This I is feel something different. Because, yeah, I feel something different yeah, in yeah. the air. It's definitely something different in the air. And then you get this, uh, I'll call it a, a, a semi-bomb or whatever, that, that just brings this all into to uh to play uh where you have a, a a relative a family member a niece of our our, our president who drops this book yeah. <laughs> you know which i I've, I've ordered my copy by the way <laughs> yeah 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 I, I got mine gonna be downloaded on audible i listen to the books on audible now that's just yeah i i i uh i have to i think that's just gonna have to be my next book it's on my ad my wish list but anyways <laughs> I've, I've listened to her interviews and yeah. it's just really something to hear uh what she's saying and, and you know i'm i'm under the 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 belief and everything works together uh, in unison for me when it comes to my my beliefs my religion my policies whatever uh, it it should all should all and and it's my strive to operate in love yes um, and and love with love comes understanding and compassion and tolerance and and what have you and even for our president um you know i do have to have a certain level of compassion for that for sure. that man sure uh, and especially when you start hearing more of his history and what he's going through and i think uh, he's damaged you know. i think he oh. is i think he has issues i think you know he, he tries to come across as hard and tough but i think there uh-huh. is a damaged vulnerable weak part of him that he's never dealt with and we're seeing yeah, it. Yeah, we're yeah. seeing it now. And, 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 and he's, yeah. And he's not to be hated for that. You know, people talk about, oh, you hate the president. I, I don't hate that guy. No, I feel no, sorry no, for no, him. No. And I wish That's him well. And I wish him well. I always, regardless of who the president is, I always hope that they do well because if they do well, our country does well. Right, right. now, he is not doing well, and our country not, is not doing well. <laughs> yeah, he's doing. He's doing awful. And 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 because of uh, these these issues, these uh, this this these 
these issues, I'll just say uh, it, it, it's affecting this country and such uh, uh, not just this country, how it's affecting the world in such a, a traumatic way because people are losing their lives. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. over over COVID and and you know um, to, to listen to I, I listened to uh, Mary's uh, interview with uh, George Stephanopoulos. I think I think that's yeah. it. Yeah. He, she did a, a about an hour long interview uh, on ABC Live, and man, it was just something to hear. I've listened to the other interviews too that that she's made, and um, it's. Yeah, it, it, it softens my heart, but at the same time, it, it it gives me power to say, look, people, this 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 is a perfect opportunity. You, you don't have too many excuses. Now, yeah, you're going to have your naysayers and people that say, uh, I'm skeptical of her or whatever. You're going to have that anywhere you go. Yeah. But it, to me, it should be making it more easier, easier and easier for you to make that decision in November yeah. to, to, to make a change. Because that's what she's saying, and that's her motivation uh, and again, I'm not just, you know, uh, uh, you know, sending, I'm not just trying to, I guess, be a big rally for her or whatever. It's not, it's not so much her personally, it's just what it's representing and what it, what it's saying. Well, and I think even without her book, if you just look at the way this is played out, forget about her book and all of, all exactly. the things that it's revealed. <laughs> if you just look at him. And what right. he says and does it himself. Does. That alone should be. <laughs> and, and, I, and it just, it, it blows my mind. I have a lot of theories, but I don't have an answer as to why people have jumped along for that ride. I, don't, I, I really don't understand what they see there. Yeah, That can be speculated <laughs> on, but I tell you, I, yeah, I yeah. just hope that people, I hope, of course, he's going to have his base and he's going to have his followers, but mm -hmm. I hope enough people for the last three and a half years have seen enough <laughs> to where they right. can make the proper yeah. decision. Yeah, now. make a decision for a change. And again, you have people that say, well, you know, I can't, I can't uh, agree with either or them. It's the lesser of the two evils, you know, whatever. Okay. You know, whatever you, know what I like? whatever you have to say. To, I like how we're being, me. we're being very tasteful. We're not calling uh -huh. any names and stuff. And then I think when I talk with my mother on the phone, uh -huh. she says some stuff where I just want to say out loud, Hey, you know, FBI or whoever's listening. I'm not, exactly. I didn't have nothing to do with it. I didn't say it. She did. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, man, send your mom my love. She's a beautiful, beautiful person. I'll do man. that, Just man. She still talks about you. She still talks oh, about really? you. Oh, your mom is something else, boy, man. <laughs> Dude, the thoughts and the, the 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 jokes that we had to see how quickly yeah. we just we yeah. move. <laughs> yeah, but still, you know, I I I'd love to see her again, man. We we may have to do that next time I go to Ohio. Just yeah. go go swing by and holler at her, man. But yeah. I guess it's kind of just to, to, to bring that that segment because that that's a good segment. I mean, it's necessary for you and I to talk about that. I mean, I absolutely. I think it would be injustice for us yeah, not to. Yeah. You and I coming from where we come <laughs> from for our view and being two worlds apart. You know, I mean, right. that's, that's 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 important to bring that up. And and I think the the the, the key to that is just trying. Whoever may be listening, um, if you you have questions ask you know talk to people be uncomfortable be okay with being uncomfortable yeah. because i mean throughout change throughout history you know i mean civil rights throughout you know america had a a, a tea party yeah. over taxation without representation we broke away from mm -hmm. what was american revolution you know th there was some pain and strife that came sure. with you know change sure. you know and that's what we're dealing with change and it's necessary it's time and and uh, where are you going to be uh, uh, on the side of history when it comes to
to, you know, what decision did you make? You know, where was your mind? Where was your conscious uh, when you when you had that opportunity to to look at yourself? Because if people would at engage, the end of the day, if people would, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. well, I'm just gonna say, at the end of the day, it boils down to how you look at yourself. Yes, and yeah, how yeah. It, it, I, I'll, I'll bring in that communion and that community. I'll bring that in right now because your connection with that divine, even if you're atheist, your connection with what you believe in, that's the first step. The second is, is how you treat that person in front of you, how, and that's, that's an individual thing, whether it's through politics or how, I should say how, whether, however that plays out through politics, through religion, through whatever your job, whatever. Um, What, what I'm trying to do is is spark something and whoever may be listening to, to look at yourself uh, and to look at, at your heart and, and, and then let that guide you, you know, I'm not, whatever you do. Because I believe, I believe that people, people know what's right and what's wrong. I believe that even a card carrying white robe wearing Klansman knows that racism is a bunch of foolishness. They know that, Uh but for Uh some reason they have built their entire life or their entire persona or their belief system on this flawed concept of racism. But they know that. But what they lack is the introspection. They, you've got to look at, as you say, look inside yourself and then make a decision on what, what do you want your own legacy to be? You know, how are you contributing to your surroundings? Is it a negative contribution or is it a positive contribution? And go from there. Introspection and evaluate yourself and then go from there. And, you know, people can do that and still come up with, I'm fighting for my race. I'm fighting for uh, uh, well, these statues. Yeah, that, they can, that, that but, then may, I, but I yeah. would challenge that and say that they need to do a little bit more introspection. Because I, I understand. If, they, if they're looking out for their race, I, that, that's such a limited viewpoint because mm-hmm. we, are all, we are all connected. I, you know, I had a great podcast episode with, uh, he was the former head of, uh, the child health division at the CDC centers for D- disease control, mm. Dr. Howell Wexler. Uh, mm-hmm. And he talked about how there's this ripple effect through society. You know, people, mm-hmm. look, at, people look at COVID and they're thinking that eh, it's, it's an illness, but you have to, when you look at that ripple effect at poverty or education, for example, you'll see that people who are impoverished and people who have less education are being harshly more harshly affected by covid than others so there's a Mm -hmm. ripple effect in everything so that person who says they're only looking out for their race they're missing that ripple effect they're missing Mm -hmm. that inner that 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 connectivity to the rest of society they Mm -hmm. are missing that thing that if their neighbor is doing bad then that will affect them but if their mm-hmm. neighbor is doing well, and by neighbor I'm talking about maybe another race is doing mm-hmm. well, then they're going to do better as well. So they're missing right. out. There's more introspection that needs to be done. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 It it takes me back to elementary school in Akron, and there was a book uh, that said uh, one of our elementary books. Uh, what would you what would you call that book? Uh, uh, one of one of the required readings or one of the yeah. Books that we had to read, it, yeah. it was titled People Need People. Okay. That wow. was one of our yeah. our elementary books back in, in Akron and ranking People Need People. What one of those are? What do you call those? What was I, uh, I forget uh, what it's called. Cur- um, curriculum. 
Well, that was too big of a word. I mean, <laughs> curriculum. Say, say that ten times fast. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, one of our just books. You know, people yeah, need people, yeah. and I, it wasn't. You know, uh, I forget. In other words, that just comes to mind. Yeah. People need people, and we're here. It's very basic in this really. thing together. Yeah, it's, it's a very, very basic, basic and simple thought. Actually, it's not yeah, yeah. complicated, and, and it's the truth. It's not complicated. We make it complicated, but you know that that comes that comes along with the territory, and it takes individuals like what we're doing here to uh to to communicate and to share and, and to to offer you know offer our hearts and offer our minds and and to to sacrifice to say hey you know i don't mind saying what i need to say and don't mind offering up what i need to offer up right. uh, for the for the greater good you know yeah. what whatever that might be you know whatever yeah. that might be man so i i'm glad that we we touched on this and yeah. and and who knows what it will spark you know i mean it, great if it sparks controversy what i I don't know if we've said much controversy. Well, maybe it depends we on may who's have. listening. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure <laughs> there's, some people, there's some people out there who don't agree. Yeah, there's some people out there who aren't going to agree with what we talked about or they're going to think it was boring to listen about Prince or, or whatever. But, <laughs> but, I, but I think um, uh, I, I think that, that this is an episode that people can get some. You know, I always, try, I always try, I want my episodes, my podcast episodes, to leave something on the table for my listeners to pick up. Good deal. Good and, deal. I think, and I think that we've done that. But, but here's a, here's a question. When are you coming here, sure. man? When are you coming? Oh, when am I coming? Okay, this is what I said, and 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 I'm glad <laughs> you asked that because now I can commit to something. Next year may be a little too soon because I got a Alaska thing going on next year. Okay, uh, but in twenty. That would be 2021. 2022, I have to say for sure. I have to say for sure 2022. We um, just have to make it happen, man, because I tell you, yeah, they, yeah. I, I don't know. You know, I've been here, so I don't know what's interesting, but I think just you being here and, uh, and, and, and drinking it in, drinking <laughs> yeah. in the society and how people live here, and I'll introduce you to my friends. I'll take you to some good music spots and things like that. Yeah, I got to learn some of that language. I got to learn some of the language. I love learning language. I can speak i can speak quite a bit I've, I've been one that can pick up on language as well and i want to do that i picked up I on just just getting there. i picked up she on said, your wife said that yeah <laughs> i picked it up she, told, she explained that yeah I, and i and i love it i'm so proud that i can speak the language it's, it's a beautiful language man and uh and uh if you if you learn norwegian it's it's uh there's some prestige in that. It's a beautiful language. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, and I can do it. I had an interest when I worked at a place here uh, for, for 10 years, uh, Replacements, Replacements Limited. Uh, give a shout out to my people at Replacements Limited. That was a great, great experience working there uh, on many, many levels and uh, the, the, on the spectrum. I'll just use that word spectrum. <laughs> some people might know what I mean when I say that for right now, but that was just a great experience working there. And one of the keys that I took away from working at Replacements was the diversity. They had a primary uh, 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 primarily, they had Serbs, Serbs and Croatians, um, okay. uh, 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 a lot of um, families and individuals that came over after their war uh, were able to work there for, for you know, uh -huh. to cut the story short. Uh, and, you know, I learned a lot of a lot of their language, a lot of great people, you know, <laughs> can, and then you had can, other people. You know, can you ahead. teach me how to curse out a Bosnian Serb? Because <laughs> you know, I, didn't know. I can learn, I can tell you some words, and I haven't used the language in a while. But I, I learned that's some of the first words you learn in a language. We had a neighbor that we actually moved from because my 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 black face was about to get on the front page of the national newspaper for killing uh -oh. somebody. It, oh, it, it got it got bad. We had a neighbor, and it just it 
Aaron, Aaron wow. I'm, a, I'm a loving brother. I am so, so, I avoid conflict. But this fella made it hard. He made he it real hard to avoid. He made it he hard to. The buttons. <laughs> yeah, he pushed the right buttons. You ain't got to say much, much else. He, he pushed the right buttons. You know what? I had a guy at, at work that I thought was, was somewhat that way. Come to find out, God rest his soul, he passed away. Come to find out, he had a way uh, a humor about him. Okay. Uh, and we ended up being very close. And his son well, actually this dude wasn't funny. too. This dude yeah, wasn't he funny. Was, yeah, I, I learned, <laughs> I'm sure he wasn't funny. If he was going to get put on the news, oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, oh. But, but that would give me a, 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 an opportunity to maybe uh, go back and learn some of those words. <laughs> just, like any, just like anything else, if you don't use it, you can you lose it. You know, you know that, is, used, that is very true. Yeah, yeah. You you were talking about uh, how you you speak English in your home. Yes. Uh, and how your opportunities to speak Norwegian have have decreased a little bit because of where you live at and because of your surroundings, what have you. And, yeah. And I can understand that because every day I work and and I do this especially with with Spanish. It, I've made it a point to if I see anybody to this day, if I see anybody that's of of um, Latino or Hispanic origin, I, I'll immediately speak to them in Spanish because right. that's a way for me to continue to practice and learn what yeah. I mean, I don't get that many many opportunities, um, and that there's plenty of jokes there, but I won't do that because I'm not <laughs> <laughs> joking on joking on people. But but uh, but learning learning uh, your your language there, or at least having some familiarity, because yeah. uh, there's a certain way I've learned on my own. I kind of taught myself in the great. Now I'm not fluent in any. I'm almost fluent in English. <laughs> uh, but, but uh but there's a certain way that i've learned how to learn languages certain words that i ask learn how to ask you know certain yeah. words that i do to, to help me learn more of the language so that i'm not just huh 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 you know it took me actually only a couple of days to understand the grammar structure of norwegian wow. and, and wow. then you know the structure of it, not not the actual words, but the structure yeah, of the, the grammar. Structure. I got and once you. I yeah. once I learned that, then it was just a matter of building my vocabulary right. and turning on my musician's ear to hear the tone, to hear the. I got you. Yeah, you know the fluidity yeah, of see, the language and copy that. Yeah. yeah, that's in depth. See, for me, I learned by words, different words, and it's like Spanish. You know, I, I say backwards. You know, they say things. You know, d- d- backwards, yeah, which yeah. I don't mean it in a, in a, in a bad way. Uh, no, they reverse. It's I just a different reverse. Stru- different grammar yeah, structure. It's different yeah. structure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I didn't didn't learn and still hadn't learned it that much. But the key that I main thing is that you understand you communicate right, that's right. the the bottom line of it all yeah. no matter what language you're speaking to you want to communicate with that person so that you can understand what's going on whether you need help or whether you need to know where the bathroom is or yeah. left or right yeah. Or, yeah. or whatever you know learning some basic things and and that's what what i've always done certain words that that i yeah. want to learn and certainly and and the, the major thing that i really found out is just communicate i mean not communication but but uh uh, uh what's the word uh um how you you connect with people. Yes, that's, yeah. that's it. Well, you that's know, important I mean, because I want to connect. Yeah, because over here, just about everybody from our age and down understands English perfectly. So I could go around speaking in- just English if I wanted to, but uh-huh. that would put somewhat of a barrier between true connectivity with people. Right. Right. So that is my number one reason for, you know, I want to be able to function properly in society. So that was my reason for learning the language. Of course, you know, for jobs and, and all that stuff. Right. You know, now I'm doing my own thing. But at that time, I needed jobs and, 
you know, exactly. so the language it was, was key. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, so, so not not just in a job uh, um, context, but also in a social context. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's connection, and 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 I tell you what, man, that served me so well because it's at the end of the day, it goes back to what I said earlier about love and yeah. about the heart and, and about being able to connect. And, and, and that's at the heart of, 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 of just my identity. It's just, you know, being, being compassionate and being, being caring. Like and I said, man, you've way. always been that you've always been that. I mean, do you haven't changed a bit in that sense? <laughs> well, well, bless, bless your heart. Give, give thanks, give thanks to God above. Yeah. And, and, and I, I appreciate that, that, that recognition, man. And that just allows me to, to continue to point in the, direction it's not necessarily about me even though i'm a vessel i'm a vehicle it's about the greater good it's about the, there the you message go. it's about yep. all of the things that we've just shared everything that we've shared points back to that one thing of okay that connection exactly. that you have with with yourself with your divine with and how you treat that person in front of you that that's the key because that person in front of you is not going to always be kind that's it's not going to always be understanding. That person in front of you is going to reflect something in you that you are not aware of, that yeah. you're not going to like, that you're not going to accept, that you're going to deny. And at that point, what, what I'm doing here, what I'm put on this earth to say, you know, hey, at some point in life, you you get a chance to shine that light on that thing, yeah. on, on that thing, whatever that thing is. Uh, light gets shined on it, and what that light is representing is an opportunity for you to, to look at yourself. And when you look at yourself, wh what are you going to do? You know, I mean, I've had some some dark, dark, dark things that I've had to look at within myself. We all do. That's, sure. that's living. Sure, sure. But out of that darkness there comes light, man. And that's what we're doing today, man. That, that's, that's what we're doing today. We're sharing the light, man. Sharing I tell the you, love, that's a, and, 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 awesome. and it can, it can sound corny to some people, but I am a true believer in spreading the love. Uh, Absolutely. I want to put my, I want to make myself as well-rounded as possible, as knowledgeable as possible, as strong uh, mentally, emotionally, and physically, you know, mind, body, spirit as possible. Mm -hmm. So that that puts me in a better position to be able to do for others, because Peace. I get joy. Because I get joy out that's of that. I get true oh, joy. Man, out that's of that. that's so full circle. That is so full circle. And and, and wow, that's reason why I say full circle because that's today. This this uh, I'll tell you what happened today. Uh, and and this I don't know. This may be it because I think this this may be it. This may be uh, drawing drawing a podcast to to uh, close because that's the full circle. What you what you do for others. Once you get yourself in tune, and once you get yourself to a certain degree, it, it never stops. You always you always grow. You always learn. You always expand. Yes. Um, when 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 you do that, that's then you put yourself in a position. To, to share and to help others and, and you do that with, with gladness and you do that yeah. with kindness and, and that brings joy that brings peace that brings uh, uh, um, what, what the, the beautiful things in life and, and this morning uh, I, I'll bring the story that, um, and this again this is no 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 pat on my back uh, but this just illustrates what you just said uh, I get up early in the morning on Saturdays uh, or at least the last couple Saturdays and I go just um, less than a mile of maybe a few hundred yards to a, a store here that just opened up uh, close to where I live at um, it's a it's a neat store and what you have to do uh, get up early in the morning and get a number to get in line 
okay. for the store to open up at nine o'clock. And I see, I knew today I wasn't going to be able to get there at nine o'clock because, because I had to meet with my man. So I said, I'm going to get up, I'm going to get a number and I'm going to give it to my, my brother Ricky so that he can get in line and get a, a nice position in line. So I sent a message out to Ricky early in the morning, uh, 6.15 to be exact. Uh, <laughs> hey, bro, you know, if you want this number, you know, come on or whatever. And he didn't respond till till later on. So I was able to say, you know what, I can give this number to somebody else. So I got in my car and I went to the back of the line. And yeah. I had no design, just back of the line. And the, like the first few people, first person I saw that was almost like at the back. And this line is real long now, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. And this is about at 8.40 something. I just rolled down the window and I just held up the number it was number 34 out of 100 or something and the lady looked like wow and she said really i said yeah just this and and so they were going to her and a couple people i said no it's only for one person she oh, the, the other guy no you go 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 and it, it just made her morning yeah man that was so fun that was made me feel so good and just don't want nothing don't know no recognition just hand it to just them do that say, yeah just do that it gesture. and just drive off you know that that gesture man and i'm like man and i thought about that and i was like Man, that would be cool to, to mention. I didn't think I would mention it here. But you know what? Uh, but, but you but know more what? More moments like that. More I was just going to say like it's that. those little moments like that. Uh, uh, just a, it's such a simple gesture, and who knows how much joy that brought to that lady? Absolutely. So, you know, it, that, that's that's the way I try to live. It may sound corny to some people, but for me, it is a way of life. I truly want to do what I can to bring something to someone. Yep. Wow. Yeah. And you're doing it. This podcast is this is is a perfect thing, man. You've brought so well, much, you. man. Yeah, out of out of me just listening, man. It's so much joy because there's a ton of podcasts out there. You know, it's a there ton are, of them. Yeah. This is the thing. You know, you can listen to all kind of podcasts. Uh, I try uh, to podcast juice. Podcast <laughs> juice is a good one. Uh, you might want to check that out too. There's a lot of print stuff that you can hear. That okay. I'm going to throw yeah. that out at you. Yeah. Uh, with, with my boy Michael Deans, L- love that cat, man. You, okay. you check him out, man. He's, yeah. he's he's great. It's a it's a print podcast. Uh, okay. Yeah, but what you're doing here, man, is is awesome, man. And I well, thank you. I pray and hope that. It it grows and it and it and it serves, which I think it, it it's doing exactly what it needs to do now, and I hope it continues to I do it. I feel good. I feel uh, good doing yeah. it, and and uh, the response has been well. And I'm just I'm looking to make it even more bigger. I'm looking for ways to reach even more people, and uh-huh. but 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 all through from from day one up until now, I've been I've been enjoying it. So. Absolutely, man, and keep at it, man. This, this is, this yeah. is a part of you, man, and, and we're gonna grow. We got things to do, man. This has been a mi- many years in the making. Bro, I tell you, thirty no, some years, man. Thirty some years, but I tell you one thing, man. There is no other time. There's no greater time than than now, yeah. and, and 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 I love this, man. And and you know, like I said, twenty twenty two, that's the year. I'll I, be I, here. I put it out there. It's on record now. If people hear it, <laughs> I'll be held accountable for it. You, you got There's it. No you, excuse. I have no reason to not do. Unless you know God has another plan in mind, but 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 uh, he and I got me and God, we got a real cool relationship. And I'll tell you, but I got some secrets to tell you. I can't put oh, it on man. the podcast right now, but <laughs> I got some secrets that God God right. told me some secrets, man. I'm gonna tell you, Doc, man. I'm listening. Blow your mind. Yeah, I'll be listening. Your mind. I, I can't put it on the podcast right now because then you know he told me not to tell everybody well, at the well, same time. Well, <laughs> well, well, see, now we're back in touch. Now we're back in touch. Yes, so, so let's just yes, keep it going. We just got to keep it going. Absolutely, man. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, yeah. So that that's that's good. Let me see. It's it's uh, yeah, two hours about two hours and twenty some minutes, man. And, yeah. Because hey, I I can go on, man. It, what what I think is going to happen is, is that we'll we'll definitely have another podcast. For sure. You know, we'll definitely For we'll sure. pick up where where we leave off, and then maybe I can drop some more than them secrets, man. Because you know, I mean, like 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 I call guy like like my dude, you know. <laughs> not say that all jokingly, man. <laughs> uh, and, and and I'll say this, man, because I thought that this might come up too. Uh, we, we, and we can extend this, but but I I can't leave without bringing up, you know that that guy back in Tublo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> back back in Tublo. <laughs> <laughs> see when you said see see John you the way that you have turned out to be is it's amazing to me man for you to be a musician so? a stand up comedian man and <laughs> the stuff I just didn't see see it, it coming but then when I look at it, it it makes all the sense man well, because all of the workings man of you and I laughing and joking and talking about the one of the greatest comedians of all time we were we were raised on this man it, it, it doesn't it doesn't surprise me that you're doing what you're doing and yet it's it's like an extension of what I do you know, in my everyday <laughs> comedy, man. You know, laughter and comedy. I cannot go a day sometime without without thinking about old Mudbone. That's what we were talking I, about, you know. <laughs> I tell you, I'm I'm really looking to um you know, and again, things kind of got uh, the the brakes got put on my stand up to a certain degree, to a large degree, because of COVID. Um <laughs> uh my plan was I should have been on a summer tour. Uh, actually now and then mm-hmm. you know working on my material building up to a whole hour and then I was going to film a solo show in December whoa, whoa. so now what I've done is I've just pushed all of that ahead of me uh, one year so mm-hmm. December 2021 <clears throat> I have a new goal of having an, a whole a solid hour film it and, and put it out there for people to sweet sweet, to sweet. that's my goal with the stand-up sweet, and, sweet. And, I lo- and i do my stand-up in english oh good, uh, good so good, good, so good. that's i don't uh, see how you could advance uh, i could i, I could do it i could do it in norwegian but i lose so you know my 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 comedy uh-huh. is based on my life experience and yeah most of my life is in English. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And so, that's so true. Yeah. I've learned that. I've and learned there's that a challenge. So there's a little bit of a challenge, although, you know, everyone understands English here, uh, or at least the people who come to my shows understand English, but it is a challenge to, 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 to speak on the things I want to speak on and keep it at a level of English or, or a way of wording myself so that they understand the comedy. That's a, that's an extra challenge, but I like yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. again, I told you before, I love a challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, I, and I like to see that. I like to see see uh, 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 your stand up because now, granted, <laughs> I will say this, man. This this is a little feedback, man. When I would listen to your comedy with your wife, man, <laughs> to me, the comedy was at your comedy trying to be comedic with your wife. How she wouldn't get it? I'm like, she, dude, she, that's hilarious. You know, that's, I was that's, I was laughing, man. Isn't it? it it's it, if I could. I don't know how to explain it, but she You're she's trying to explain different. comedy. And if you have to try to explain comedy, she is, then <laughs> but she she is so different. She just doesn't uh, she has a sense of humor. Oh yeah. But it's so different. I and and I joke, I tell I tell people I don't think she's human. 
I think she's a robot, and her humor, her humor chip is messed up. Oh they didn't quite get the humor chip right with her when they built her, and it's just yeah, uh, they did. They, they built her just right, man, for her to be in the hood, walking in lost. And man, I heard the stories. I was just like, you know, that that was a real good thing of, of catching up. You know, what I mean, yeah. I, I, you explained, you you shared so much in that, man. I was like, man, this this helps me get to know my brother. You know, throughout all these years, it fills in a lot. There's a lot more yeah. gaps to fill in. Yeah. You know, but, but we're back in touch now. We're back yeah, in yeah, touch we're back now. in touch, man. It's it's all good, man. And and, and you know, I, I I go back to the comedy thing because you know when you said English, that's you. The, the thing that I, I I found out and and I found out more in depth because I love Dave Chappelle. I'm a big Dave Chappelle fan. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. said, well, well, I loved him from the beginning. When that joke first came out, I said that joke is brilliant. Yeah. Something yeah. something is amazing about yeah. that Dave Chappelle. Yeah. And and as I've learned about Dave Chappelle and and looking into the the, the uh, I'll say the uh, the the technology well just looking into comedy just the comedy in itself the art form that's yeah. what i guess and looking into the art of, of comedy man you know if you're not true if you're not if it's not coming from a place of 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 uh, uh, being authentic or being genuine, or whatever, then it's not gonna it's not gonna deliver. It's not the gonna audience will it. know. The audience yeah. will know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you would think that you know, but then again, when you look back, and we knew this about you know Richard Pryor being, uh, uh, you know, coming from how he grew up. You know, yeah. you look at how these guys grew up and and uh, th their misery brought them. You know, how they yeah. found you yeah. know a uh, 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 comedy in 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 misery. Now, now granted, Dave Chappelle didn't. Go up a minute. He's just a brilliant cat, you know. He grew up. Yeah. He a mental thing. That's why yeah. his comedy the way that it is, yeah. you know. But yet yeah. he's still true and honest, uh, and, and just love the cat, man. So I would love to see how that's working out for you, man. Your, your comedy, man, and, and uh, we'll we'll be in more. I'll dive into as many podcasts as I can to, to hear yeah, more. Man. Check of, them out, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah more of what you know because you're up to fifty some now. I mean, you you got quite yeah. A few of it's gonna be fifty. Four fifty-five, something like that. Wow. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. putting them out, man. I'm putting them yeah, out, yeah, and I'm, I'm having fun. That's the most important thing. I'm having a lot of fun, and yeah. I think cool. that I'm. I think I'm putting something out there that will help people. I hope I'm putting something out there that that's will good, help yeah, people yeah. in some way. So. Well, your intention—that's the key. Your yeah. your intention—it uh, won't. It doesn't come back to you void. It doesn't do that. No. You know, you put some out there, and then you don't have to see. We don't have to see. Right. You know what yeah. the, the come back because that's not where it's coming from. It's not right. coming from a a egotistical point to no, where we I need just, to. No, I just I do what I, I do what I do, and my intention, as you say, is there, and hopefully that will come through. So. Yeah, 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 and, and, and it will, and I, I'm sure it does because because of where it's coming from. You know, yeah. where, where it comes from, I believe that that it serves its purpose and from the heart, and that's where that that yeah, from the heart, and, and that's the faith. You don't have to see it. You know, yeah. you just it's that that substance is being able faith. to put yeah. it out there. That's, that's the, the faith. faith. You know, you, you put it out there. I remember uh, Church of Church of Christ. Church of Christ on yeah. uh on Hawkins. Was that Wooster Hawkins? Avenue. No, no, no. Wooster Avenue. Wooster, Wooster, yeah. Wooster. Yeah, Wooster. Yeah. I remember that, That's man. That's right. I, I took you there. Yeah, you were there with yeah, me a couple times. Yeah, you took me there, man. Yeah. I, and boy, that was different. Because you never, I don't think you never went to church with me. I don't think No, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, there wouldn't be no, because at that time, I was, we weren't really going to church. We, we right. weren't going right. going to that church. But I remember that, man. And that was different. <laughs> yeah. That was different. Now, see, that Church of Christ, um, it was called Church of Christ, but I think if I remember make this connection, I, I think this is the first time I'm making this connection. If I'm not mistaken, my 
ex, which we don't get into my exes too much, but <laughs> one of my one of my exes uh, was a member, and probably still is a member of the Church of Christ. Okay, um, yeah. yeah, that's that's kind of like a full circle moment because. I never made the connection between the two because you guys didn't have me. You only sang a cappella. You never right. you didn't have music That's right. there. That's right. And that was big for me. I'm like, dude, that was different. Yeah. These guys ain't got no instruments. They just singing. <laughs> yeah. It sounded good. But but uh, I got a little bit better understanding of Church of Christ yeah. uh, through yeah. through through her. Um, it's different, and, but I think it's it's yeah, yeah. Uh, it's. I think it's Some also sim- simpler than a lot of other denominations. Uh, it's not better. Uh-huh. It's not, I'm not going to knock any other denominations, but but Church of Christ is very straightforward and, and simple. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, simple, straightforward. Uh, uh, I understood that they they uh, call it like like here. It's named on the street. Church of Christ of, of Mevin Street, I guess, yeah, or Mevin yeah, Street, yeah. or Moose. Is that how it was? Moose Avenue, Avenue Church of Christ, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. so it was. So Or maybe the neighborhood, North Hill Church right, of Christ. Right, right, right. In other words, yeah. so that validates what I was what I was yeah. trying to find out. Yeah, so it's the same, same, same thing, thing, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Church of Christ, man. And, and that's cool, man. I, I grew, grew respect for, for, for that, uh, yeah. uh, I guess, yeah. denomination, man. That's yeah. full circle. Because I, I remember going yeah. there, man. That's and right, I was like, man. yeah, we... we We've, we've had some cool, cool times, we had man. We some fun times, man. man Do you fun, remember, fun you remember time. that time we went to Wingfoot? Uh, I don't know why we were there. We were at Wingfoot for some reason. Uh, you remember Wingfoot, the park? Park there in Akron. Wingfoot, Wingfoot. Over there by, uh, I remember Turkey. We called it Turkey Foot. Well, that was also a, a park, but Wingfoot was another one. Same area, uh, you, different park. You have to remember. You, okay, you we, we, right we, we were we were there for some reason, and we walked in on some family reunion, and we're eating their food. Do you remember that? It's starting <laughs> to come back to me a little bit. You go. We just you walked in. Like we just <laughs> we just walked in. Some family, some family was there. You know, getting down with the barbecue, uh-huh. and baked beans, and everything. And <laughs> and and I looked at you. I said, Aaron, you hungry? And you said, John, no. I said, come on, man, let's go. And we walked in there, and we yeah. just started eating and talking, small talk with you. You remember that? Man, you know what? Yeah. How do you remember this kind of stuff, dude? Man, I remember all that stuff. You just uh, leave it to me. I remember all that yeah. stuff. Man, Wingfoot. But see, the thing is, I remember Turkey Foot. I don't remember the name Wingfoot. I yeah. remember Turkey Foot because it was a lake. I mean, yeah. that's right, because yeah. we would go swimming at it was, But it was that whole uh, chain of lakes. There was Wingfoot. There was Turkey Foot. There was... Um, Maybe it was just those two. Yeah. 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 Dang, I didn't know yeah. about but but yep, you know what, John? We would do something like that. We <laughs> we we would find ourselves we crazy. Man, crazy, <laughs> man. Just crazy stuff. But then we, we were in a unique situation. I mean, now granted, I'm not trying to make us that that special, but we were it in was a unique, unique situation. It was very now, unique. Yeah, it was you and I. Now let's because because to this day uh, my my memory is a little blurry okay. when it comes to our graduating class. Um, I remember sitting on the field, uh, <laughs> but I remember as far as black or African, just black uh, people in our graduating class. It was me and you. Uh-huh. There was a was there a girl? Uh, I want to say Tawana, Tawana, Tawana Tawana Falconer, but she was older. She was than older. Us. She, she was, was a older year than older us, than right. us. She was a year and older than us. Uh, I remember, uh, uh, man, it's another guy's name, but he was, they were younger than us. Who else was in with uh, us in our graduating class? That nobody. Was it was just us. It was just now, us. There was a mixed girl. There was, who was that mixed girl? You're talking about Leah uh, Kobe. 
Yeah, that, that I dated her you, for a you while. Dated her, yeah, yeah. She was our age, wasn't she? Leah was our age, yeah. She was in our class, but 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 she, didn't, did, but she had left by then. Right, she didn't graduate no, with us. No, she. So I'm thinking, who else graduated with us that was black? And I it was can't just think us. of anybody else. There was, it was just, just us. Yeah, yeah. Two two shadows in a bunch of clouds. Two, man, two <laughs> shadows and a bunch two pieces of pepper and, a, <laughs> and, 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 and salt, man. That was that's, that's, that was something on that field and, and yeah, because my us. mind was yeah, man. That that it was just you and I. Because now, granted, we gotta mention Ray Hubbard. Wait, but yeah, Ray but he left. He went to he went he, he went left to and went to Barberton. He went to Barberton. They was a great cat, man. I love you know Ray. Got to mention Ray Hubbard, man. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something about him off the air, not now. I'm gonna tell you. Oh off yeah, the yeah. Air. Please, yeah. please, please. I'll yeah. say yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but, but Ray, man, Richard, Ray, and, and Joy Reed, and 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 uh, uh, her said Joy is the younger Lisa. I'm not Reed. Uh, uh, anyways, um, yeah, there was just a few, but but the point that I was making was we were in a different man. We were just in a, we had a different vantage point. I guess it was an did. advantage or disadvantage. We, it, it depends on how you look at it. Depends on how you add it up, man. Because you know, musically, that was a, a major thing for me because I got into band. I got into yeah. uh, learning how to read music a little bit, man. And and sometimes I don't. It definitely positively affected my musicality. Sure. as far as drumming because i got i had time space to practice yeah. i learned that's when i got introduced to yeah. neil pert with yeah. rush and journey and all that yeah. type of music that yeah. if i was an actor man i wouldn't know nothing about that it'd if, be straight cameo for part i don't i was, I I was just gonna say if if i was a musician at all uh, uh today i would definitely be a different kind of musician because that pop rock influence i wouldn't have gotten that in akron <laughs> I just it wouldn't was have formative. It. Yeah, we wouldn't got and, and honestly, sometimes I go back and I admit this. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this out loud, but sometimes <laughs> it's like I, I no, no, I know that I I cried at times wanting to go back to Bokdo. One or wanting to go to Akron, wanting to go to the school. I remember, yeah. you know, they have not many tears, but 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 wanting to go back to Akron, uh, because I still think that I, I I missed out on some things when it came musically, when it came to a certain amount of funk or something amount of rawness sure. that yeah. I was too busy listening listening to the technical side and this that and the other that it's like I wanted it all, I wanted it. But now this is years later looking back, and and granted, you know, we don't even have to get into the, the, the other part of of living out in Norton <laughs> and, and and being the two brothers and and the names that you uh -huh. mentioned. Uh -huh. I yeah. you didn't mention Tracy Ballinger. I love. Tracy Ballinger, well, <laughs> just, just love Tracy, Tracy Ballinger. But anyways, all all of that stuff. But 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 I still make that point of man, we were in a, such a, a a very unique and 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 special place that brings us to where we are now to be able to Absolutely. talk about the things Absolutely. that we can talk about now, man. Because uh, we we've we've seen some things, man, in the way we've grown up, and it, it shaped who we are, man. And I'm very humbled. And I'm very thankful, man. Very yeah. thankful for that experience, Doc. Me too. Very thankful. Me too. Listen, man, it's been two and a half hours. Um, yep. I got a. I, I have no idea what my children are doing. I need to go look at it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good thing, man. This is great. That's a good. I think that's a great way to to round it out, yeah. man. We go. We bring it back home. Come up. Coming home. Yeah. The, it, the coming home we podcast. Brought home. We brought it yeah, back yeah, home. Yeah. We brought well, it back home, man. I, I enjoyed doing this. Now we're back in touch. Uh, we're going to keep it that way. Absolutely. Uh, uh, 
that one of these days you're going to get here to Norway. I'm sure before that we'll do another episode with you on the podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, man. We've already put it out there, man. Uh, and again, man, thank you so much, man, for, for this opportunity, for this platform. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so great to be connected again, man. And whoever listens to this, man, it, just be encouraged. You know, I, I, I always want to shed that light out there. Be encouraged, whatever's going on in, a, in your life, man. Just be encouraged, man. It's a beautiful sentiment. All right, everybody. Bye. I'm coming home. Yes, I'm coming home. I'm coming home.